You're listening to the Cult of Dusty Show here on YouTube.com. Go! Dusty Smith Show, the greatest show in the goddamn universe. Thank you for joining me tonight. You're very wise. And uh, tonight we have a good show for you guys tonight. We did a special Saturday show. It was my birthday, like a Thursday. So the show needed another day to cook because I took a day off to celebrate my fucking birthday. So anyway, fuck it. We'll do it on Saturday. It's all good. Some of you prefer Saturday anyway. So cool. How you doing? What the pores doing out there? I love me some pores. You disgusting, dirty motherfuckers. What do you got to say tonight? What the fuck? What the fuck you need? Gonna do some what the fuck tonight. Pores! What's up, Grio? Good to see you poor motherfuckers tonight. What up, Dusty? What up, Joe Perry? Yay! Says, uh, Vegable Girl. Or Veggie Out Girl. Close enough. Had a little movie guy. Movie guy start, uh... Buddy of mine on Discord does a really good movie guy voice, so we're opening up with that tonight. Appreciate you sending me those clips. Uh, also, I want to show you guys this. Somebody made me a uh, some fan art. What the fuck? Here it is. Some fan art. There we go. For my uh, never going to be released album. I guess I could release it someday, but they made me a cute little uh, anime picture for a Beyond Parody. So maybe I'll put my songs on an album someday and release them with this album cover. But I appreciate it. Uh, Yoshi Kazoo Cardinal. I just gave your email address away. Sorry. Doxed you. <laughs> Good luck. And we're going to cover Russian economy in shock. We're going to get there. going to cover all this stuff, this stuff from uh, Reddit. Hell yeah. As we are wont to do. Let's see what you guys are saying. All of the pores. All of the pores. A lot of theme songs. Hey, yeah, that's a little experience machine. An original song by Dusty Smith. Happy birthday, dude. Appreciate it. 47. 47. Almost to 50. And I'm clearly going to live to at least 100. So I'm only like halfway through my leveling up process. I'm leveling up like a motherfucker. I'm in this bitch. Hell yeah. Nice fan art. Yep, cool. It's cute as shit. Uh, Feliz Campolanos. I don't speak any of that. But beans and disease to you too. As Fred Sanford used to say. Good evening, Dusty. Good evening, Zabaka. Good to see you. All right, folks, if you love my show, and you know you do, because it's the greatest show in the history of mankind, please consider supporting me on Patreon. 
it's patreon.com for slash podcast. There is a link in the description of this video, and uh, whatever you can chip in. If it's only a dollar a month, hey, do that. If it's two dollars a month, chip in. If it's three dollars a month, if it's a thousand, whatever you can afford. I'm not a televangelist. If you can't afford anything, do not chip in anything. Do not give me a red goddamn cent, because uh, you need it more than I do. But if you got extra, chip in. Help me out. I work hard on the show, and uh, so help me. And also, Super Chats, the light bulb of the show is the Super Chats. No questions are dodged. Every question is answered on the Super Chats. Immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever. Amen. Super Chats. Uh, Jesse Greenwald became a dust buddy. Uh, already been a dust buddy for 11 months. So you're one of the good ones there. And E, my buddy E, E is back and you're going to be in trouble. Hey, nah, hey, nah. E is back. Give me $50 and then another $50, 100 E already the hero of the show, starting us out right. God damn it. Do I love me some E? Yes. Yes, I do. Good to see you not E. Says, into hurls and happy birthday. Appreciate it, E. Had a good one. And you helped, as you always do. So appreciate it. Happy birthday. Hell, fuck yeah. I did get a BJ on my birthday, as I usually do. $10. Thank you, Grio. Give it a dollars Happy birthday, Dusty. When was it? It was March 10th. So, like, Thursday? Two days ago? Whenever? Too much of the great show. Much love. Cool. Mad Hatter. One of the cool kids. Appreciate it. You guys can also become Dust Buddies for uh, $2.99 a month, I think it is, and get customized emojis to spam the chat with, which is amazing. So do that. Be sure to spam the chat with impunity. Dust Buddies. Fuck yeah. All right. Let's go and kick off the show, folks. Got a very short religious bullshit section. You know who I blame? Him at Meta. God damn it. Him at Meta. Apparently, they call him the friendly atheist. Because he's a good guy or whatever. Nice to people. Guess he loves his mom. I don't give a shit about that. You know what I really care about? You doing your goddamn job enough to where I can steal your work, Hemet Meta. And gotta say, haven't been a lot to steal lately. Don't know what you've been doing, Jeopardy champion, Hemet Meta. But anyway, I guess we'll do a couple of them. And folks, first off, let me go ahead and sing the song because you love it so much. If you know the words, feel free to sing along with me. Goes a little something like this. Religious bullshit, religious motherfucking bullshit, religious bully, 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 bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit, motherfuckers. It's time for religious bullshit. Now that. And uh, first off, I read this interesting article and I thought we would discuss it. Folks, what do you think about this? According to this article, was Donald Trump America's first, first atheist president? Um, so I don't know about this. Maybe there was another atheist president along the way who pretended like they were a Christian. just like Donald Trump pretends like he's a Christian. But like, I think it's pretty obvious Donald Trump is an atheist. And it's kind of sad, kind of sad that he uh, might be the first atheist president we ever had. A, a Republican fucking douchebag, like one of the worst goddamn scum in history. Our first representative as an atheist president. Maybe, maybe. Uh, and unfortunately I learned this lesson a long time ago that just because you're an atheist doesn't mean you're a good person. You know, for a long time I was all into the whole atheist community. thinking that the whole atheist people were like better than Christians, but like, unfortunately they're not just because you're smart about this one thing doesn't mean you have any kind of morals whatsoever. Doesn't mean like you have any integrity. Doesn't mean you're a good person. I mean, people like uh, David Silverman approve of that, right? 
So Christians worldwide are called to observe penance and deliver a closer relationship with Jesus Christ during the Lenten season. Self-reflection and repentance, key pillars of Lent, are tools of atonement for the past sins, are innate to the moral teachings of Christ. Whatever this article goes on and on about how it's clear that Trump knows nothing about the Bible, has no repentance, doesn't pray, doesn't follow any of the tenets of Christianity. He's just fake as shit and pretends. And it goes into his uh, you know, childhood, his uh, being raised and how he didn't really attend church very often, especially in his adult years. So sad to think that Trump might be the first atheist president. But at the same time, probably, probably because of the fucking trash world we live in. This is the representation we have. Hey, Cece, don't do that, please. She's apparently knocked my bag of raisin brand off the top of the refrigerator and is trying to claw her way into my raisin brand. That's my raisin brand, kitty. Don't you eat my raisin brand. Two scoots, motherfucker. And uh, next up, uh, religious bullshit. They're fucking evil, y'all. Catholic lawmakers seek to block women from leaving Missouri to have an abortion. Here's the small government people. Freedom! We want the government out of everybody's business, but they literally want the government to follow around and spy on people. And arrest them and charge them with crimes that they did in other states that are not even illegal. In Missouri, abortion is still legal, though Republican lawmakers have been trying to put a stop to that for years. They even passed an extremely restrictive bill in 2019 that remains tied up in the courts. But now, a Catholic politician has taken a nuclear approach to an already fraught situation. As it stands, Missouri is home to only one abortion clinic in St. Louis. Because of attempts to criminalize the procedure and so doubt about what's legal at all, the clinic only performs 10 to 20 abortions per month. But some women with the ability to do so, have crossed the border into neighboring Illinois, where, or Illinois, as I like to call it. Illinois! It sounds so much better and cooler when you say it that way, but I know that's not right. Don't correct me, motherfuckers. Illinois! Where abortion rights are protected, Planned Parenthood opened a clinic right near the border on the Illinois, I'm just doing it to annoy you, side in 2019, creating a safe environment for 10,644,000 10, Missouri residents and counting who need the procedure. An amendment just proposed by Missouri State Representative Mary Elizabeth Coleman, fuck off Mary Elizabeth, like Mary Elizabeth Gallagher, uh, would be would put a stop to that entirely. An unusual new provision introduced by State Representative Mary Elizabeth Coleman, Republican, shocker, would allow private citizens to sue anyone who helps a Missouri resident obtain an abortion out of state. Using the novel, fuck you for that language, legal strategy behind the restrictive law in Texas that since September has banned abortion in that state after six weeks of pregnancy. Coleman has attached the measure as an amendment to several abortion-related bills that have made it through the committee and are waiting to be heard on the floor of the House of Representatives. So yeah, they're going to charge you with crimes for shit that's not illegal. That's why we fight, folks. Never thought I'd get to see it get to this point. How scary, draconian, authoritarian Republicans have become. But here we are. And another great example, folks. We should have a separation of church and state. This should not be possible, but it is. So this woman, this uh, poor man's Mia Khalifa here, killed three kids. Yeah, so uh, it's a bus stop. And the bus's arm was down, and kids were crossing the street, and she was like, ha, fuck that shit, and she ran over them, and she killed three of the kids, and she injured a fourth one. But don't worry, folks, if you thought that justice was going to happen, <laughs> nope, it's America, what the fuck are you talking about? So she did, uh, what, 
like four years in prison. But the bad part of this is she got out six months early because she did some kind of Christian course. And anybody who does that Christian course gets out six months early. What the fuck is this? So I'm an atheist. I'm in there. I got to pretend to love Jesus to get out early. How is this not against the fucking law? Both Fulton County Prosecutor Mike Mars and Brittany Engel, the mother of the three children killed in the crash, say Shepard does not deserve the opportunity. You wanting a shorter sentence, you act as if their lives didn't matter. You are saying to us, our family, the community, the nation, and their lives didn't matter, Engel said. Engel and the others gathered Thursday to protest the early release. To the woman who killed my children, if you think my kids are beneath you, you're dead wrong, but they don't give a fuck, folks. She worships Jesus. Can't keep her in jail for that. Uh, bullshit, we can't. But I guess we can't, you know. I guess the laws are really different for, uh, God damn it, I shut my entire fucking shit down. God damn it, Dusty, get your shit together. Fuck. Um, depressing, but also not surprising. Now I gotta load everything back up. Hopefully I'm still, uh, broadcasting. Dusty is dumb, Dusty is dumb. Why the fuck is Dusty so goddamn dumb? Stupid. Alright, load up, load up your shit. Motherfucker, why did you close it? Am I still going? Hopefully I didn't get rid of all the fucking super chats. And they're all gone. All right. Let's see if I got any super chats popped up. All right. So all the super chats are gone that I got. So that's great. So if you send me a super chat, I'm stupid. And uh, it is no longer there. I apologize. Also, hit the like button. The least you can fucking do. Help me out. Hit that goddamn like button. Fuckos, do it. Do it. Hit the like button. And look at all this. Every show I've done, I have bookmarks for. I have a searchable database of every subject I've ever talked about in this show. Amazing. And uh, last up on religious bullshit, guess who's back? Back again. It's Silly Ray Cyrus. Everybody's favorite wig wearing prophet back. And uh, Silly Ray, as usual, full of fucking shit. Just straight up lying. Like he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't know what it is, folks. Is he lying or does he just not know? I lean on the side of lying. Let's have a listen. We are the only constitution in history of any nation that has never changed. That's right, folks. Our constitution never changed. That's why black folks still were three-fifths a white person. Hey, women can't vote. Black folks can't vote. Never changed, folks, because it's written by God. God inspired it, and God wanted the black folks to be three-fifths a human, so it never changed. Glory to Jesus. Others have had multiple constitutions. That's a good thing. Actually, uh, rewriting the Constitution every 20 years is what was supposed to happen. It's an outdated guideline for our country written by, at this point, primitive screwheads and should definitely be rewritten from scratch. But that'll never happen because we're always stuck in the goddamn past. They've had multiple overthrows, but not this nation. It's because this nation's constitution was written from the word of God. I mean, the nation's only, what, 250 years old? So it's a relatively a young nation. Give it some time. It was written on the Bible's foundation. It wasn't. Everything about it. We get our three branches of government from the Bible. We Which get everything verses? we know from the scripture. Uh, we we get the separation of powers from the scripture. Uh, what? We get everything you know of in our, in our constitution from the scripture. We do not. And it was, it was laid that way on purpose. On purpose from God. God does not like black people. Does not like slaves. Does not like women. None of that shit. 
He likes slaves. He's very clear. He likes the slavery. But as always, Silly Ray, full of shit. Thank you for your service, Silly Ray. Driving people away from Christianity in droves. Hero! Stupid-ass Silly Ray Cyrus. Some people are like, Dusty, is that really Miley Cyrus's dad? No, that would be Billy Ray Cyrus. Not Silly Ray Cyrus. Similar, but different. I think actually Billy Ray's pretty okay. Pretty okay. You know, Don't Break My Heart, my achy break here. You know, actually, what's a good song by Billy Ray Cyrus is that song, go, It should have been me standing back with you. It could have been me and my dreams coming true. You ever heard that song? I don't sing it very well, but it's a good song. Anyway... Let's check the super chats. Uh, everyone makes mistakes, so enjoy my money for the accident. Happy Blade Friday. Forty nine ninety nine. Very generous. I am sorry that I got rid of all the super chats. I am dumb, but you are good and uh, uh, very attractive. So thank you. Member, hell yeah, Metal Dooley became a new dust buddy. Awesome. Feel free to spam the chat with impunity. Cool things like Bing Bong and A Cab and Fuck Your God and Caring Too Much. All of that. All of that. Now at your disposal. You super genius hero, you. Dusty, says Kubrick Lover, resending you a super chat. Just saying, I think Obama was the first atheist president. Maybe. Although Obama went to church. Didn't Obama have like Reverend Wright? Wasn't he like a big member of a church community? I think probably. I think he knew. You have to say God, say you believe in God. Yeah, it's possible. But it's also possible he was, he actually believed it because he was a member of like a black church or whatnot. So I don't have no idea. But anyway. More Super Chats, please, if you want to, if you're able. Now we have a very short, tiny, teeny segment that I like to call Beyond Parody. First off on tonight's Beyond Parody, as always, incredibly fucking Beyond Parody, folks. It's like, I mean, are they trolling? Do they really know or do they not know? So uh, this is um, female to male transgender wrestler and uh, he wants to wrestle other dudes but because because he was born female or assigned female at birth they're forcing him to wrestle cis girls and he is dominating them transgender wrestler forced to compete in girls tournament is booed after winning in final why would you boo because they don't know because they're so stupid they think this is a male to female trans person so they think it's a man it's a man competing against women and they're right it is a man competing against women because a trans man is a man but not for the reasons they think so this is of course uh, jordan peterson's subreddit always transphobic always trash this is what happens when you let men compete in female sports. You're right, you're right. Accidentally based, but not for the reasons you think. You fucking morons. As always, beyond parody. And next up, folks, I guarantee you, you're not going to see this coming. Um, you might think you know what the definition of socialism is, and you might think you know what the definition of communism is, but I promise you, you do not. This woman knows what's up. Let's let this brain genius explain it all to us. There is no way an employer is going to pay you enough money to even survive moving forward. Based! I agree with her. Under capitalism, the system we have now, it's all about the profits being funneled to the very top. And the people at the top are so fucking greedy, they literally don't give a shit about us. They make us wake, work for slave wages and uh, we have to scrimp and, and uh, scrape to get by. You're totally right. 
So the solution is what? To uh, have like greed taxes, to uh, tax some more, to put that money back into the system to where the lower classes of people get it, right? Mark my words. Okay. Mark my words. I'm marking them. The only two options moving two options. forward. Number one, one is huge corporation where you make 15 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. You scrape by. You mm -hmm. sit at home crying. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to feed my kids? Socialism. What? No! 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 You're literally describing capitalism. How the fuck is that? <laughs> How is that socialism? How is a big corporation... <laughs> Giving you slave wages where you can't make a decent living while they rake in the trillion dollar profits. Socialism. What are you fucking talking about? Good Lord, y'all. All right. Uh, so then if that's socialism, what is communism? That's option number one. Communism. That's what they want. The, the guys at the top, the 11 new billionaires that were made during this planned demic. Those 11 new billionaires, they want you to sit at home. They want you to sit at home in a communist situation where you are dependent on them for every fucking thing that you need. That's what the fuck are you talking about? That's nothing to do with communism. Communism would be like if the government seized their businesses, right? That's what communism is has nothing to do with us making $50 an hour and letting Elon Musk rake in more money than he can spend in a, a thousand lifetimes. It's option number one. I hope you're listening. I'm listening. Option number two, two is you get smart and you start this business and you get to fucking work and you build a foundation where while you sleep, you make money. While I sleep, I make money. Oh, okay, cool. While I sleep, I make money. Okay, while you do you pay... Whoever you make money off of, living wages, but well, wait, folks. Some of you might can see where this is going, but the ones that can't, the ending is Chef Kiss Beautiful. Sleep, do you make money? I don't know about you, but I'm getting ready to earn a fully paid for car that I don't have to pay for. Mm -hmm. Is your employer going to give you a fully paid for car that nope. you don't have to pay for? Uh-uh. You think Amazon's going to... You think... You think Uber... Nope, if you order Uber, that. you are contributing to communism. Wait, Just wait, wait. If I order an Uber, I'm contributing to communism? What? FYI, never ordered Uber in my life, never fucking plan on it. You order Uber Eats, you are supporting communism because you are supporting a corporation that wants you to sit at home and okay. have every single thing barely provided I mean, for you. Yeah, folks, socialism is when corporatism tell me you've never read marx without telling me you've never read marx with no chance for you to grow extreme wealth no chance for you to get what you want and i'm so passionate about this because i want you to have extreme wealth somebody in the chat is already ruining it don't you ruin it i want you to feel the way i feel okay which is, how I do i do that my bank account I can go inside. What is the key to well? Drop a thousand dollars. I can literally go. I just bought my dog a dog toy. <laughs> I think it was twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks. I can literally. I didn't give an f. I didn't give an entire fucking f. I was just like twenty bucks. Hell yeah, dog. Here you go. It ain't shit to me. And you know why? It's coming. Spend any amount of money that I want, and I don't have to think about it. And I want you to have that too. I did not know that MLM was an option. <laughs> It's a multi-level marketing scheme, folks. That's right. It's a pyramid scheme.
she's at the top and she wants you to work for her. And so they do what they always do. I'm making so much money. Don't you want to make money like me? It's the only way to avoid socialism and communism. Got to get in on the pyramid scheme, folks. Jump on it, fuckos. Don't you want to buy a car like her? And last up, oh, beyond parody. Folks, did you know that Eminem's packaging is blasphemy that is specifically created to make fun of Jesus Christ? It's true. Gonna lead you down the road to hell, motherfuckers. And she kind of cute, so I believe her, yo. Here we go with another big corporation company making fun of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's nothing new under the sun. They love to mock Jesus. And you know how I know that he's the one true God? Because they never mock any other God. Never hear them saying anything about Buddha. Never hear them saying anything about Allah. It is always Jesus. There's literally a... Uh, I make tons of fucking jokes about Allah. I don't know what you're talking about, but like, you know, at the same time, they will kind of kill you for that. So uh, not really the same thing too much dove ascending right above his head right here in this image it is disgusting it is blasphemy but this is what they like to do you want to know how i know that god is the truth check this out this is what the lord just revealed to me think about when you are in the truth when it comes to things that are going on in the world right with the news what does the false prophet media do scoffs at you makes fun of you makes you think that you're wrong right tells you that you're not in the truth but really you are in the truth and you know how you know you're telling the truth when everybody makes fun of you when you're the laughing stock of the entire world and they intricately explain to you why you're fucking stupid, that's how you know you're right. And when you're following the lies, they cheer you on and they're all for it. It's the same thing with Jesus. They mock, they make fun of. Why? Because they know that they can lead you on a road down to hell right. if they can make you believe that it's not true. That's Here right, folks. I know Jesus is true. For 100%, I know he's true. But you know what? I'm a crazy evil person. And not only do I want to be tortured forever in hellfire, I want to trick you into being tortured forever in hellfire. Just pure fucking evil. So folks, run away. Run to the church because uh, I'm pretty sure they'll help you out there. Definitely not shameless, scummy, pedophile con men in any way there, are they? Super cool. And that's my Beyond Parody. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's check the Super Chats. Super Chats. Dusty, did you know TJ made a video dumping boiling water on his privates? No, he did not. TJ made a video dumping uh, boiling hot ch chocolate on his privates. It was chocolate. I have seen it. Uh, I don't think it's available anymore. I went to look for that like years and years and years ago when I was feuding with TJ. I went to look for that video again and I could not find it. And then, of course, there was the other one where he shoved the banana up his ass. Two totally separate videos, though. But, uh... Not that bright. Somebody's like, oh, TJ, you're so sexy. Could you please send me a video of you shoving a banana up your ass? I promise. I promise. I won't release it on the internet to everybody. TJ's like, yeah, sure. I trust you. Nobody will ever see this. But yeah, he handled it pretty well, I guess. He overcame it, so it's all good. TJ is proof that no matter what embarrassing thing you get caught doing, you can always fucking overcome it. So if you like, if you think about it, kind of an inspiration a little bit and i and you know i talk i talk a lot of shit about tj but i'm gonna be honest with you like i've said this before if there was no tj there wouldn't be no cult of dusty tj is the inspiration behind why i started my channel not because i thought his videos were that great or anything but because i read an article about how well he was doing on his atheist youtube channel and i was like well if this guy's doing it i can do it so i started doing it and also like this podcast i think this podcast is better and it's like an evolution 
on the Drunken Peasant stuff. But this podcast was inspired by the Drunken Peasants podcast. So got to give TJ his uh, props for helping inspire the show. Dusty, I think Lyndon Johnson said government should be half socialist, half capitalist, not communism, not fascism. Well, good up for Lyndon Johnson. I agree. Jonathan Gordon, 299. What's up, Jonathan? Uh, Tech, the camera new dust buddy. What up, Tech? Welcome to the Cool Kids Club. I'm an evil atheist who was delivered from the Assemblies of God Church of God of Prophecy. Hey, I used to be a member of the Assemblies of God Church. Scary. Blush, bad dust dad. Take more of my money, you silver fox. Ooh, I will, you sexy thing. <laughs> Compliment you in order to get money. Shameless, dusty. Re already read that. All right. Uh, cool. More super chats, please, if you want to. Please hit the like button if you want to, if you're able. I mean, you're able. All of you are fucking able, right? So it's a matter of if you want to or not. And so they have to question, why don't you want to? Is it because you're evil? Is it because you're just a sack of human excrement? Possibly. Just saying. And next up, we're going to do the section that I started on the last show, folks. Going to do it again. It's a little thing I like to call Russia, Russia, Russia. Boom, now it. Perfect timing. Totally in sync. Uh, it's kind of like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Remember that, Brady Bunch? Amazing. But it's Russia, Russia, Russia. Anyway, first off on Russia, 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 Putin had a, a really bad week, and we're going to look into it. First off, do you guys hear about the story? Uh, so... Some military communications from Russia got intercepted. It's one that let the people know that uh, they killed one of the main generals in Russia. And how they found it out was because the Russian military had to like use an unsecured text phone to send the message to the Russian government. Like I said, unsecure. And the reason they had to do this, because these fucking geniuses destroyed all the 4G towers in the area that they were using in order to make secure calls back to Russia. So they literally punched themselves in the dick and they were forced to use open lines of communication that got intercepted. So just feckless in every goddamn way. Showing what a paper tiger the Russian military is. I can't believe we were scared. I mean, I'm still scared of the nuclear bombs, but the fucking military is a joke at this point. Like, I'm so I'm kind of scared, too, that it's been so uh, illustrated now what a joke they are, how they couldn't actually take over anything anymore, how easily they would be destroyed by a Western military, uh, and it might make them freak out and, like, nuke shit just to get a, a little bit of their get back. It's like a guy who goes out and starts a fight and gets his ass whipped, and so... As they pull him apart, he's still got to go over and try to punch the guy to get his get back. That's what they always have to do. This toxic masculinity bullshit where you always have to prove yourself. Can't let you get the best of me. That seems like the kind of dickhead Putin is. But hopefully, hopefully, uh, we will not have a nuclear winter because sounds cold. Sounds bad. No thanks. And uh, then Russia, being the beacon of freedom it is to the entire world, Loved by all the conservative douchebags who hate government authoritarianism and censorship. Well, yeah, they've uh, moved to ban Instagram and WhatsApp. And they've designated Meta, which is a Facebook, an extremist organization. Yep, they're tightening down the censorship, shutting down the Internet all over the place. Russians have been forced to use VPNs to get around the new laws and the new uh, censorship. But where are people like uh, Nick Fuentes? Who claims his main issue is censorship. Yet, I love Russia. All these people are exactly the same way. Their whole uh, pretending to love free speech at all costs is total bullshit. 
It's just like a, it's trolling really at this point. You can see right the fuck through it by how their actions don't match their words in any fucking way. And uh, then Biden finally steps the fuck up and decides to ban all import. I made it clear we will not. Uh Oh, the stream is down. What the fuck? All right, I'm being told the stream is down. Um, I don't see any indication of it being down on my end. Am I back? We're back. Okay, I don't know what the fuck happened. Make sure my VPN is not on. My VPN is not on. There doesn't seem to be any problems. Let me shut this down just in case. Let me shut this down. Um... Let me shut that down. All right, just to make sure. Let me shut my steam down. Everything in the background gets shut down. Fuck it. All right, we back. Cool. So good. Good on Biden for hardlining against Russia. We know that Trump would have never done anything fucking like that. And then it was announced that McDonald's leaving fucking Russia. No. I mean, that's actually good for Russian hearts. Less people will probably die of heart disease and stuff, but uh, they decided to pack it in, folks. Even Russia, even uh, McDonald's building out of Russia, and uh, Russians not taking it very well. Here they are, back to back to back, all the fucking down the road to get their last chance at McDonald's. They'll probably nationalize it, call it McRonald's or something. It'll be even shittier somehow than it was before, probably sawdust burgers or some shit, but uh, we'll see what the fuck happens. Hey! You guys might want to overthrow your government or some shit. Otherwise, no Big Macs for you. And Coca-Cola also pulling out. No Cokes for you either. How you motherfuckers going to live with all your sugar and fat? Coca-Cola suspends business in Russia. Load up, motherfucker. Do it. The Coca-Cola company says it's suspending its operation in Russia. It's the latest in a string of well-known Western brands to halt their work in the country after a similar announcement Tuesday from McDonald's and Starbucks. No, not Starbucks! Where, way to hit them where it hurts, America. Capitalism! Fucking cancel the shit out of Russia. So, expect them to be riding in the streets every day because uh, if they don't get their mocha, lata, chaka, vente, they're going to freak out, folks. And I don't even know what the fuck that is. Those are just words to me. And then... Oh, yeah, apparently, uh, no shit. The Kremlin is in shock from the unprecedented economic war. At first, they were like, no, nah, we're going to be fine. These sanctions ain't going to do shit to us. And they're like, please, sir, can we have some more commerce? Uh, nope. No commerce for you, Russia. Might want to get rid of Putin a little bit. Man, they're like... uh sanctioning them back into the fucking stone age it's gonna be like 30 years before they even reach what they were in the 80s at this point let one goddamn egomaniac dictator destroy your whole fucking country what's wrong with you people and of course it's easy for me to say coming from a country that voted fucking trump president but hey we're dumb too just because we're dumb as shit doesn't mean that you guys aren't also dumb as shit yeah rubles are worth one cent we're less than that aren't they People say I say rubles wrong. I say everything fucking wrong. It's a good, it's a mystery that I can't even fucking speak English at all, to be honest with you. And then, don't know if it's true, but they say that Vladimir Putin's super yacht might have been seized. Now, the captain of the boat says, this is not Vladimir Putin's super yacht, but I mean, that's exactly what the captain would say. The captain's not going to say, oh yeah, you guys just seized Vladimir Putin's super yacht. 
Uh, that should piss him off. No, he ain't gonna say that shit. But anyway, U.S. authorities believe a $700 million super yacht that's docked in Italy could belong to Russian, Pre- Russian President Vladimir Putin. $700 million, folks. Good God. I heard he lives in like a, not just a mansion, but basically like this mall that has its own strip club in it, its own casino in it. It's just crazy how much money this motherfucker has. But you're going to suffer, Russian people. That's what happens when you have these oligarchs goddamn in charge. Might want to do a little coup. Just saying. Get the pitchforks ready. Get the torches ready. Burn it all down. I mean, you know, with uh, with words and ideas. Wink. And uh, next up, you guys see this one? This guy going to a Russian mall, I guess. I don't know. Russia has malls, apparently. Way to go, capitalism. And uh, he just throwing rubles all over the place, and you'll notice no one's gathering them. Like, no one gives a shit. People are like, yeah, that toilet paper. You just threw toilet paper, dude. No one wants this fucking toilet paper. It's worth a fucking penny. Oh, shit has been destroyed. Like, they've had the uh, stock market in Russia shut down all last week, and they had it still shut down this week. So you can't cash out. You can't invest in anything. They're basically destroying the entire future of their economy because no one has any reason to invest in them because now they know that at any second they could just uh, ban the old stock market and you can't even get your money out. You can't sell your stocks. You can't trade your stocks. Why would anybody want to invest? They wouldn't. Poor Russian people. I know most of the Russian people are actually probably good people. I don't know if that's true or not, but a lot of them are really good people. And, uh, and I'm sorry that all of you have to suffer. But at the same time... Might want to get rid of Putin a little bit. And uh, then Putin went public. The Kremlin went public and says, hey, Facebook, you need to stop promoting extremist activities against Russia. Yeah, fucking Russia saying that. Talk about an example of pot calling the kettle black. Imagine Russia bitching at Facebook for spreading misinformation on Facebook. That would be like me griping at you guys for masturbating too much. Hey, guys, might want to cut all that masturbation you're doing out. Masturbation bad. Blink, 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 blink. Beyond parody, you Russian fucks. And then who had Tulsi Gabbard as a Russian agent on their bingo card? Everybody did. Did anybody? Total disinfo, 100% Russian propaganda from this turd. Did anybody in Washington think that might have been a little provocative? And I'm not blaming the Americans for everything that Russia does. Well, not everything, but you're blaming them. I'm just them. saying it takes a little touch to handle a buffer state like Ukraine. Don't you think so? Yeah, Jesse, you know, as you said, there is so much devastation and incredible suffering uh, that's going on in Ukraine right now. And the world needs to condemn Putin for uh-huh. his actions. What? Uh, the thing here is that... Our leaders really have this FU attitude and they just this literally coming from a person who is now clearly a Republican, clearly on the side of Trump and the Trumpsters who spent four years yelling at us, fuck your feelings, you fucking snowflakes, facts don't care about your feelings, fuck you, and now going to accuse the left of having a fuck you mentality. Once again, beyond parody don't care 
Uh, we see this FU attitude in our domestic policy here at home, uh, where they're saying, you know what, FU to parents who are concerned about what their kids are being taught in their schools. Uh, you know, FU to Americans. <laughs> yeah. Who... And now they're saying, fuck you, parents. No. What we're saying is, hey, uh, we should teach our kids the history of the country in the school which includes lots of racism. And uh, those of you parents who don't want your kid kids taught the history of the country, the facts, maybe homeschool your children. Pull them out. We want to teach history regardless of how brainwashed you are by Republican media. If that's a fuck you, then it's a, it's a much needed fuck you. Want to make their own decisions as it relates to their health and COVID. Uh, and then you see this same attitude and mindset also extending to their decisions on our foreign policy. Like, it has nothing to do with each other. This is culture war, is all they fucking have. So they have to mention it continuously. They have to interweave it with fucking everything. Even the Ukrainian Russian war. It's just so fucking desperate and transparent, but it works. It's a wedge issue that's definitely working for them. And uh, prepare your shock face. Here's mine. Accused Russian agent gave to one political candidate. Can you guess which politician they gave to? I'm sure you can't. I mean, there is a picture right there on the screen and her name's right there. But I'm still, I'm still guessing you can't. It's Turfsy Gabbard. Russian-American national Lana Branson was indicted this week for lobbying for pro-Kremlin policies while not registered as a foreign agent. She gave to just one U.S. politician. Tosi Gabbard. And shocker, folks, this is what I was telling you last time about how these people can be Russian disinfo agents without actually having to have any contact directly with Russians. See, what they do is they put out statements like pro-Russian statements, pure Russian propaganda, because they know what's going to happen when they do that, because they've seen that what happens with other politicians who do the same thing, is that the Russians fund their campaigns. The shadowy money pours into their campaigns. So the more they push these Russian propaganda talking points, the more money they make. And also the bots go on and boost them up online to make them seem like they're more important than they are and shit. And so, like I said, they don't have to go to the Kremlin. They don't have to talk to anybody in Russia. They just, they have this uh, cohesion where they work together without actually having to conspire together to benefit each other. And that's clearly what's happening here. It's what happens with other people, like I mentioned last time with uh, Dave Rubin and Jimmy Dore. No collaboration whatsoever needs to happen. For this just to organically appear. And it's appearing all over the fucking place. And, uh... Oh, Jessica, this guy's kind of a hero. I kind of like this one. So, uh, this woman is a substitute teacher who was living in a, a, a really expensive area in downtown Miami. And she seems to be spending all her time just going on media, mostly Russian media, like Russian Today, and uh, shilling... Pro-Russian topic, spreading pro-Russian propaganda. So this guy just straight up asked her, um, are you being paid by the Russians to spread propaganda? How you affording that house, substitute teacher? And watch how her demeanor changes so quickly when he asked her that question. Very guilty seeming. Let's watch. You're talking about it as being propaganda. What do you see CNN is doing? What do you talk about the white okay. helmets and let, that they've been fabricating all that stuff that's been going on? You're going to tell me that's let, true? Let me, let they me got, again, let they me got ask an you the award, question. an Oscar award. Okay. What does that tell you? And now they want to take let, them let into the Ukraine so they can 
go I'll, ahead and I'll film some clear. more videos. Okay, I'll be very clear. Let me ask it again, and I'll ask it slower this time. Where did you get okay. the information that Zelensky left and went to Germany and was able to get back into Ukraine in during this war? It was in the news. You didn't hear it yourself. He went into oh, a meeting the news. to Germany. It, it, it was in the news, not? of course. Yes. It was in the news. It was on the Russian news. It was on RT. No, it was I here mean, in the United insane. States. You don't Google. Oh. You don't Google. You don't <laughs> no, see Google? any other news oh, sources. Sorry. You, you mean no. the fact that it was on the internet somewhere? Is there something else somewhere? you'd like to ask me? Is there anything <laughs> so, else you'd I'll, like I'll, to yes. ask me? Yes. There's one other question Go I'd ahead. like to ask you. Is you are okay. in a very pricey area of Miami Beach. Uh, my understanding is uh -huh. you're a teacher. Are you paid by the Russian government? Why would I be paid by the Russian government? I'm a <laughs> That's that a no. That's the, she never says no, of course not. Why would I be paid? Hmm, yeah, I wonder. Uh, maybe because you're going on national television and Russian television, spreading Russian propaganda, living in a really expensive house. The question's pretty obvious there. Why would I be paid by the Russian government? I'm a pricey area. What do you mean? Just because I'm here, I'm what downtown. I, what I mean I'm is that downtown. I, I think you are, I, I worry, I don't know, I worry uh -huh. you are a Russian agent who is being paid by the Russians to appear oh, wow. on Russian television nice. as an American, supposedly giving objective analysis. And it concerns me, but tell no, me honey, I'm wrong. I, mean, again, me. I don't know that. No, I but that. I wonder if the Clintons are paying you to do the uh -oh. show. Yes, <laughs> and George no, Soros no. too, right? And George Soros. I guess. Yes. All right, I guess. Soraya, um, <laughs> Get her out of you know, <laughs> I, I don't know that we're going to be able to agree. I'm an outcation of or not, but one thing I can tell you, she a bitch, a big old bitch. Reconsider as an American, an American first. Reconsider uh, as an American. You're, All Americans to. need to reconsider and yeah. see that our freedoms, yeah. we're losing them slowly because you're yeah. having all these people take over in the name of what? Democracy? Right. Who's democracy? Everybody has their <laughs> own notion over of democracy. Ukraine. This is a republic. The United States is a republic. Right. That's a changing of the topic from yeah. what's happening in Ukraine. It is. But, but I understand why you changed the topic because that makes sense. If I were you, I would change the topic as well. Um, Soraya Foss. Thank you. Yeah. Russia, I'll Mila Kunis. That makes sense if I were. She a liar. She a bitch. Get her ass. Always got a duck, a dodge, a dip, a dive. Typical shit. And uh, folks, if you thought that Tucker could not frame the U.S. sanction on Russia for funsies like America is the bad guys, you'd be fucking dead wrong. Do you know Can what I happened, mean? folks? Russia was just sitting over there minding their own business, just loving God and freedom like they do. And the United States was like, fuck you, Russia. We're just going to cancel you and put sanctions on you for no reason except for we're evil. At least according to the number one cable news network in the entire America. Let's have a look. Tonight, you wonder if looking backward many years from right now, historians will notice the remarkable coincidence in timing. Have you noticed? Here it is. At exactly the moment when the emergency powers they awarded to themselves to fight COVID started to wane. What is he talking about? The emergency powers they set to fight COVID started to, none of that has happened, right? I mean, we've uh, moved on. We've tried to progress and we've removed some of the things like mask mandates and stuff, but... Uh, that's just a natural progression of having the vaccine and trying to move on for the pandemic. Has to do with them suddenly losing powers tomorrow 
if they wanted to, they could do exactly the same shit. But of course, he's going to be like, now America started a war in the Ukraine to cover up the fact that they can no longer do COVID rule. It doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense, but it's not really supposed to. It's just supposed to plant that seed in older boomer ass conservatives minds that Russia is actually innocent here. And America is causing other problems in the world by the same people that claim they love America so much. They're actually more loyal to Russia. That's how crazy conservatism has gotten. Our leaders began pushing for conflict with Russia. And then on the basis of that conflict, they assumed historic war powers. Hmm. Without even pausing, the Biden administration declared total economic war on a sovereign country. No American had been killed. The United States had not been invaded or attacked. Yo, fuck the Ukrainians, right? Who gives a shit about their lives? Hey, he didn't do anything to us. Why did they put Jeffrey Dahmer in prison? He didn't eat a single part of my body, not a part of my body. It didn't affect me. Who gives a fuck, right? And yet with no meaningful public debate or congressional authorization, the Biden administration destroyed that country's currency, then removed it from the international banking system that impoverished its population. Then the administration began seizing the property of people affiliated with that country mm -hmm. without a trial or due process of any kind, what without even are. bothering to explain exactly what crime they had committed. Uh, they're part of the Russian oligarchy, and they want to put pressure on Vladimir Putin in order to get him to pull his troops out and stop killing innocent people and seizing uh, the ill-gotten gains of the billionaires who are putting Putin's buddies and shit. It's a great way to do that, Tucker. If Trump would have done it, it would have been genius. He would have loved it. But uh, Biden did it, so evil. No American government had ever done anything like that before. If there was one thing the U.S. government long stood for, it was the rule of law. The integrity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing the U.S. government is known for, it's the rule of law. We never, like, bombed countries for no reasons or committed war crimes. Hey, good thing we never, like, uh, drone struck Innocent children or weddings or shit. We're all about the law. Don't think about the fact that Trump actually increased drone strikes 450% over Obama. Shh. The law. And next up on Russia, Russia, Russia. All right. Uh, there's a whole bunch of Tucker Carlson stuff, but uh guess I'm going to skip down to Glenn Greenwald out there straight out pushing Russian talking points, Russian propaganda. So one of the key Russian talking points directly from the Kremlin they're putting out is that the U.S. is creating biological weapons in the Ukraine. And the only reason they're doing this is to piss Russia off and try to start a war. Legitimately, the talking point that Glenn Greenwald is spreading now. Last question, maybe you don't know the answer, but why Ukraine? You know, of all the countries you would conduct this kind of research in, you would pick one with like a solid medical infrastructure. You'd pick Germany or Israel or some place with, you know, first class scientific research going on. You would not pick Ukraine. Why, why Ukraine? Unless you viewed Russia as your primary threat, as la unless you wanted to be provocative toward the Russians, unless you wanted to be in Ukraine developing all sorts of weapons, as we clearly have been. We've been flooding that country with lethal arms for five or six years. So clearly there's an intention for the United States to be heavily involved in Ukraine. The Russians say their motive is to be threatening and provocative. The United States denies that. But they have their tentacles in Ukraine and have for many years all the time, which is a critical part of the narrative that has been lacking.
That's right. It's fair to ask, what have they been doing in Ukraine? Why are all their kids working for Ukrainian companies? What is going on here? Um, Glenn Greenwald, I appreciate you coming up. All their kids working for Ukrainian companies. I think I was just Hunter Biden. But, uh, yeah, it's the United States fault. Now, obviously, the United States is helping to fund biological labs all across the world, everywhere. Because we never know when a pandemic is going to strike or where it's going to strike. And we want to study these pathogens and figure out ways to not have another bubonic plague on our hands. So, not that hard to understand, but we're just trying to piss off the Russians. It's all our fault, folks. America, we bad. Russia good. And, uh... Oh, God. So, (laughs) Jews are fine. I have nothing against the Jewish people. I do not think there is a Jewish cabal of evil bankers that run the world. I do not think that Jews run the media. I do not think that the Illuminati is full of Jews. None of this. None of this. Jews are cool. Like, I don't even know. I can't even tell Jews from white. Jews are just white folks to me, folks. I know. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, stupid. But I, I, unless they're like wearing the little uh, Hasidic things and the hats, I can't even tell Jews from white folks. I didn't even know Adam Sandler wasn't a white dude. He's a white dude to me. Just, just a Jewish white dude, right? But anyway, the Israel government sucks. They are totally fucking evil in every goddamn way a government can be evil. As evil, if not worse, than the Russian government. The same exact sanctions we should be putting on the Russians, we should be doing to Israel. They are sacks of shit, and they own us. They own us, country. They own our fucking country. At least 14 private jets from Russia have landed in Israel in the past 10 days amid the latest round of sanctions targeting oligarchs. The Israeli government doesn't give a fuck about what's happening to Ukrainian people. They're letting all these rich motherfuckers in who have sanctions from everywhere else and letting them buy up some of the best real estate in Israel because it's one of the few places that are actually allowed to do so. And the sad part is, no matter if you're a Democrat, no matter if you're a Republican, both sides are fucking owned by the Israeli lobby. They love Israel more than they love America. They will never say a fucking word about them, despite the fact they are a terrorist government. The shit they have done to the Palestinian people is, in my opinion, worse overall than what has happened to the Ukrainian people. But if we had a lick at a snake at it, have we said boo about it? Fuck no, we haven't. Because we're their fucking bitch. And sadly, it doesn't think it's going to end anytime soon. It doesn't look like it's ever going to fucking end. But I'll still fucking call it out. I'm not worried about anybody calling me anti-Semitic or whatnot. Fuck no. You have every right to criticize an evil fucking government. Very, very Nazified in their actions, in my opinion. And uh, next up. So I've been trying to find dirt on uh, Vladimir. What is his last name? Uh, Zelensky. Vladimir Zelensky. I like telling him Vladimir, but he's like, it's Vladimir, Dusty. Whatever. All sounds the same to me. Um, so I finally found some dirt on this motherfucker because he just seemed too good to be true. This is uh, one of the main p- p- pieces of dirt going around on the uh, pro-Russian sites and uh, the, the, the pro-Putin talking points they put out. And this one actually has some roots in fact. 
So apparently, Vladimir Zelensky and some of his friends have offshore bank accounts. Yeah. According to the Pandora Papers, reveal he and his close circle were the beneficiaries of a network of offshore companies, including some that owned expensive London property. And this is true, folks. This is absolutely true. But here's the rub. It appears this all happened when he was a very famous, very popular comedian slash actor. And I guess he earned uh, a couple million dollars or whatever it is, money from his hit television show, Servant of the People. And uh, he was afraid that the government would be pissed at him because his show made fun of the government. And so he was trying to hide the money in offshore accounts that he made from his comedy so the government wouldn't seize it. Probably also trying to avoid taxes. Because probably, like most rich people, he a tax cheat. But it uh, doesn't appear to have anything to do with his role in the government or him stealing money from the government. This all seems to have happened before he got elected president. But, you know, at the same time, him having offshore accounts does look pretty scummy. Especially for a guy who promised he was going to tackle corruption. It's the exact type of thing that he was supposed to be tackling. So... Dirt! I fell dirt on you, Vladimir Zelensky, but it's not as bad as I want to make you believe it is. But still, not good. Clean up your own room there, bucko, as Jordan Peterson might tell you. And all right, cool. That is my Russia, Russia, Russia segment. Let's check the Super Chats. Eee! Just because you are so badass. Hey, you're right about that. I am badass, but you, you are also badass with your little motorized skateboards, your death rockets. Those are pretty cool, though. Love you, Uri Bench, 69.90. I don't know what kind of uh, funny money you're giving me, but I'll take it. Love you, Uri Bench. Russian Jackal, Dusty, you rule. Speaking of TJ, DFF pretty much stole your COVID porn idea for an episode. You do it much better. Keep making me smile. I don't blame them. Like, I know this is going to sound conceited as fuck, but uh, it's me. So... I didn't create the format that I'm using right now. No, that's not true. I did not create podcast, obviously. But I honestly think the way I do the show, I have perfected. I I should be the benchmark that everybody else uses for how they do their show. Because I really think I have perfected how to do a a, a video podcast. The format I do, the, the, the rapid way I do it, change subjects, having me down there. So, uh, yeah, I took their ideas, and in my opinion, incredibly approved on them. So, I don't blame them for stealing from my show. They should, 100%, because I have stolen from their show, too. Dusty, read our usernames before the chat. All right, devious devil. I didn't do it, but uh, cool. Jason Morin. Hey, Dusty. Happy birthday, man. Love your show. Awesome. I love you back. Thank you for the love. Uh, oh, jam boy. Second day working an event, uh, mostly boomer clients. I'm sorry. Watch this after was the only thing that kept me from breaking some boomers jaw today. Well, don't do that. Don't get sued. Don't get fired. It's all good. Dusty, have you seen the HBO miniseries Chernobyl? I watched some of it, but not all of it. I highly recommend it. Depressing, though. It was depressing. I'll give it to you. Well, then I guess TJ dumped both chocolate and water. I confirm it regretfully. Oh, I thought maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was hot chocolate, not boiling water. But like I... Like, wasn't paying that much attention, if I'm wrong, and it was water instead. Either way, bad. Don't do that. Dusty is on fire tonight. Baby's on fire. 
hell yeah, a little uh, sexiness from, uh, what the hell, Die Antwerp, what they're called. You know, Yolandi, you guys like Yolandi, the best female rapper of all time, Yolandi. Sexy Yolandi. And Jonathan Gordon, 299, thank you. Appreciate it, Jonathan Gordon. Uh, anything else pop up? Oh, more E! Truth hurts! Hey, your $50 doesn't hurt. It actually feels pretty good, E. Hi from the unholy land. What's up? Uber Mitch, is that a... Israel? You over in Israel? Which is 1719? What kind of uh, funny money Israel got? All right, cool. Hit the like button, everybody. 900 viewers, 473 likes. Half of you are scumbags, and I hate you. But I love you. I do love you even though you're horrible, disgusting, terrible people. Still love you, despite your obvious, incredible, numerous flaws. And next up, gonna do a little section I like to call, what the fuck? That's not it. Next up, gonna do a little section I like to call, what the fuck? Nailed it. Perfect the first time. And first off, on what the fuck, folks. I don't know if you've been doing the VR lately, but this shit is getting super realistic. She's like, yeah, I'm on some kind of probably, I'm guessing it's a roller coaster or something she's about to experience. And here she goes, little roller coaster. Yeah, oh shit, oh, God damn it. She's like, holy shit, this is real. It feels like I just fell completely over. Yeah, you fell. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Not going to be a virtual lawsuit either. Going to be a real-ass lawsuit. Get your shit together, VR. And <laughs> folks, what the fuck? Apparently, a uh, former wife or whatever it was, baby mama, to a uh, human shit stain, Elon Musk, Grimes, is dating Chelsea Manning. Like, uh, first off, I just want to say, she doesn't have a type. She don't have a type at all. She just go from one end of the spectrum to the fucking other. I'm talking about Grimes here. Like, what the fuck? Like, first off, Grimes, one of the biggest sellouts in the history of goddamn mankind. She going around, I'm a socialist. I'm all for the fucking people, for the little guy. Then has two babies with the richest man of the fucking world. Does not use her relationship in any fucking way to push socialism, to push uh, unions, to push better pay for workers. To push fucking anything that would help people. Just enjoyed the attention she got, the fame she got, and also, I guess, uh, the money she got from being with the richest man in the world. So now the sellout is going to go date Chelsea Manning. I guess Chelsea is like, I can change her, but don't. What are you doing, Chelsea? Get away from this train fucking wreck. I mean, maybe they're in love. Maybe I should be okay with it. Maybe I shouldn't poo-poo on their love, but... Not a Grimes fan. She seems to have shown her true colors, and they're ugly? And folks, did you hear about uh, the camel that killed two people? Ah! This asshole broke out of a fucking petting zoo and was like, Oh, hell no! You motherfuckers kept me locked up. Let all these motherfuckers pet me all goddamn day. I'm going to break out and just kill motherfuckers. Like, I didn't even know camels could kill somebody. How the fuck a camel kill you? I guess it, does it bite? I mean, it weighs 1,200 pounds. I guess it could trample you, but seems like you could just, like, move out of the way or some shit. But uh, apparently, 
Camels tired of being our bitches. They're like, they can just ride around on me like I'm a pony. I ain't no fucking pony. I kill all you motherfuckers. And so, yep, yeah, uh, broke out and killed two dudes. Bobby Matheny, 42, and Tommy Gunn, who should have had a gun but didn't. So he died from a fucking camel. So that happened. That's a weird-ass story. Guess I'm going to stay away from some fucking camels from now on. Hell to the null. That's not a way I want to go out. Hey, did you hear about Dusty? What? Camel killed him. What? Oh, fucking camel killed Dusty. And uh, next up, this might be the best timing of any news story I've ever seen ever. Talking about being in the right place at the right time. Let's have a look. You see Hoover Street here. Officials say it's one of the most dangerous streets in all of Los Angeles. And now... <laughs> what timing? And that person just, they're like, nope, get the fuck out of here. I got warrants. Not sticking around to find out, but now it's on video. Got caught on video. But what timing? Hoover Street here. Officials say it's one of the most dangerous streets in all of Los Angeles. And now. <laughs> what are those dangerous streets? As soon as he says it. How the fuck is that possible to get that perfect of timing? Gotta love this universe sometimes. Hilarious. And next up, oh, what the fuck? So this is like, uh, this would normally go in the Karen section. No Karen section tonight, because I put the Karen videos elsewhere in the other subjects and whatnot. But uh, apparently, this girl at Starbucks copied the credit card information from one of the customers and then went to the store and just shopped her ass off. And the woman goes to Starbucks and just busts her fucking ass. Let's have a look. In the rounds, a video of a woman in Lakewood, California, confronting a Starbucks employee who allegedly stole her credit card number. Listen to this. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? So we got you on camera yesterday at Ralph's for $212. So just know that the cops are coming up here. They recorded your everything. You took a copy of my card the other day on New Year's Day. You know what you did. Right? You know what you did, right? I'm so sorry. Man. You're sorry about what? That you went to Ralph's? You took a copy of my card here while you said you were going to go get receipt paper. And they got your ass on camera yesterday. So I, do you know what you did, right? Before I press charges and everything on you. So what are you sorry about? That you took money from me and my kids? What are you sorry about? I'm sorry that I took money from you and your kids. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that you had to come up here. I'm sorry that this is inconvenient for you. I'm sorry. You're that sorry that I... you're about to lose your job because corporate knows? Is that what you're sorry about too? All right, let's go. I'm sorry. I am a good child. I swear. I'm, good. <laughs> I'm a good child. I mean, yeah, I went and copied your credit card, went shopping, but I'm a good person, yo. Doesn't sound like it. You about to lose your job. Good child. Uh -huh. I really do go mm -hmm. to school. I'm 19. I play soccer. So I'm why the f would you, how would you even make a copy of my card? I knew you took a minute. You went back there for a minute and I knew I what the hell you copy. were doing. You took, took a picture or I don't know what you did. But you obviously thought I wasn't gonna come back here, and we—you uh, thought I wasn't even gonna get to the bottom of it. I'm so sorry. I—I am seriously gonna press charges on you. I'm No, I honestly. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, you gotta be. Gonna go to jail. How old is this video? Is this new? 
I hear you guys saying it's not new, so god damn it! No fucking date on it. It says two days ago. Fuck all y'all, it's new. We're just gonna pretend like it's new because it makes me feel better. So, awesome. And, uh, folks, if you're going to spit in your customer's food at a fast food place, never admit that shit. That's like admitting to a fucking crime. But, yep, here this woman just gonna straight out admit it. Never admit it. Never. Just do it. Hold on. No, no, no. No, say that. So, you spit my food, right? You gonna say it on camera? Tell me you spit my food on camera. Tell me you spit my food on camera. Don't say I it. Did. I spit it on Walker Jr. <laughs> Come on, let's go no, to the police station. No, what are you doing? Don't rat yourself out on camera. I mean, she clearly a bitch. I understand. Sometimes you just gotta spit in customers' food. It just happens, right? But never, never admit it. What the fuck? And all right, that is my very short what the fuck section. Time is, ooh, 909. I am rolling through this show. Gonna be overtime tonight. Hell yeah, might do a three-hour Saturday show. You guys are blessed. All right, let's roll. Let's do the next section. You know what it is? It's called Trash World. And it goes a little something like this. Trash World! Trash World! Dumpster Fire Hell is Trash World! Trash World! And first off on tonight's Trash World, Cops! Trying to snatch my crops. These pigs want to blow my house in. Always got to abuse their authority, folks. So uh, this guy, as it'll tell you, the whole story would tell you this. But this guy uh, works over here in this shopping center with his wife. And uh, his wife brought her car that's registered to him. And he brought his motorcycle and parked somewhere else. And so he goes over to her, uh, their car and looks in his car before he walks over here to his bike. And some white lady sees him and says, oh, my God, there's a black dude looking through a car. And so she calls the cops on him. And here's what happens. Talking about uh, abuse of authority. Uh, just megalomania from the God man. I dare you challenge me. How's it going, man? I'm Officer Lores, Clarkson Police Department. Put your phone down for a second. What do you got in your pocket there? Is that just something hanging off your backpack? What is that? A hanger? What are you doing with that? Is this your bike? Yes. It's your bike? You got ID on you? Why do you need my ID? Because somebody saw you looking at cars, so I'm here just checking to see what's going on. You got ID on you? Yeah, I do, but okay. do I'll anything? Yeah, I'm figuring that out right now. I'll take a look at your ID, though. You don't need my ID unless I did something. Okay. Unless you're taking me in for something like Turn around and put your hands behind your back for right what? now. For now! What? For what? Turn around and put your hands behind your back. You question the God man. You didn't immediately obey. You're supposed to obey. Don't you dare question me, boy. I got to assert my authority over you. I got to put you in handcuffs, let you know your place while I figure this out. For now. What? For what? Before we get started, 108, pick it up. You're going to You're going to obey me or you're going to go on the ground. obey you. Because I'm giving you a lawful order. For what? Turn around and put did your I hands behind anything? your back. Did I do anything? Yes. Turn did around and put your hands behind your back. What did I do? Do you want to get Excuse me? Turn around and put your hands. For what? Do you know I work here? Turn around and put your hands behind your back. Do you know I work here? This is my bike. Okay. So what did I do for you to approach me and then tell me that put my hands behind my back? Sir. What are you arresting me for? I'm not arresting you. Right now you're not co uh, cooperating with for me. For what? And you're getting agitated. You for, no, you asked me for my ID. Right. I don't have to give you my ID. Okay. Unless I've done something. What have I done? Turn around and put your hands behind your back. For what? 
Are you arresting me? And for I'm, what I'm purpose? detaining what? you. Detaining me for what? Why are you detaining you're not, me? You're not even listening. What did I do <laughs> for you to detain yeah, me? It's a Turn around, put your hands behind your back. Was there a report that I stole something? Yes. There was a report that I stole something. Turn around. You just said... Two-year-old Mark Domino drove his motorcycle to work and parked on the backside of the parking lot. Mr. Domino and his wife both worked at the same retail store in Clarkston, Washington, and his wife drove their car to work and parked on the opposite end of the lot. After Mr. Domino's shift, he went to his car before crossing the parking lot to ride his motorcycle home. As Mr. Domino was looking through his vehicle, a citizen parked nearby, Jody Brunel, noticed him, believed his actions to be suspicious. You saw one male walking from all the way over there. Claire over to here. And it's, that's I, the male that we talked to. Yeah, I watched him. Okay. He got into three doors of that car, and then he just okay. walked away and came clear over here. Okay. So I thought, well, that's not right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not right. A black man looking through a car and then walking across the parking lot? Must be a criminal. Let me call the cops on him. How many cars did he look at? Just the one. Baby. Just the one. Like, like one car. Far. Like my pickup would a be great Chevy Aveo. Is registered to him. <laughs> Same yeah, as the bike. Yeah, and the car is registered to him, dipshit. So now the cops gonna lie about what happened because it's what they always fucking do. Okay, he could have just wouldn't talk to him. No, gonna, they... gonna immediately blame him. He could have just told me. He could have. He could have. He started like he, he was just super agitated. You got ID on you? Why do you need my ID? And I'm like, listen, man, I, you know, so right now you're being detained. Yeah, I'm figuring that out right now. I'll take a look at your ID, though. You don't need my ID unless I did something. And he got all jacked up, and so I'm like, okay, turn around and put your hands behind your back. I'm going to detain you. Unless you're taking me in for something like that. Turn around and uh, put your hands behind your back right for now. For now. He got gonna... all jacked up. He was literally just calmly asking what he did because you're abusing his rights. Obey me, or you're going to go on the ground. obey you? Yeah, because I'm a god man. You got no choice. We legally can torture you. Pain compliance. Don't question. Just do what we say. Fucking A cab. Spam it with their heroes. It's one of the good parts about being a dust buddy. You get customized emojis like A cab. You can spam the chat with whenever we have bastards that need it. And folks, depressing as fuck. Did you guys know that the death count number from COVID might be three times higher? Then the official figures, like, good God, the number of people who have died because of the COVID-19 pandemic could be roughly three times higher than the official figure suggests. The true number of lives lost to the pandemic by December 31st, 2021 was close to 18 million. That far outstrips the 5.9 million deaths that were officially reported. Like, holy shit. So remember when Trump, I'm going to show you. He was like, and I think we got our. We were we did such a great job on COVID, folks. Like they say, if we did nothing, they say if we were completely feckless in every way and did nothing whatsoever to stop it, that 2.2 million people would die. We did such a good job in America. The real number is probably something like three million. So more people died than Trump claims would have died if they did nothing, while he's patting himself on the back. And I think we got our most accurate study today or certainly most comprehensive think of the number 2.2 potentially 2.2 million people if we did nothing if we didn't it was do three million it was worse it was literally worse that we're doing. than if you did nothing trump and the reason it was worse if you did nothing is because you created this atmosphere where wearing a mask was seen as unmanly un-american 
You create a situation where a cult built up around you that believed in vast conspiracy theories, like the vaccine was the mark of the beast or was going to track or trace you or was going to kill you. Literally worse than if you did nothing. And when you hear those numbers, you start to realize that with the kind of work we went through last week with the $2.2 trillion, uh, it no longer sounds like a lot, right? So you're talking about, when I heard the number today, first time I've heard that number, because I've been asking the same question. So anyway, shocker. It's worse than if we had no president at all. Someone had said three million Americans didn't die in America. How the fuck do you know? I don't believe your ass. Uh, And uh, (sighs) what the fuck in this trash world? Kim Kardashian. Miss uh, Sex Tech McBooty wants all of you to know that the fact that you guys aren't a billionaire like she is is because nobody wants to work for their success. You know, like Kim Kardashian, the meritocracy in America, where only the best of the best achieve great success. Why aren't you women successful as her? A woman who literally got rich and famous because she has a big butt. Want to bitch at us because we ain't working hard enough. Kim Kardashian believes nobody wants to work these days to achieve success. The 41-year-old star has built a business empire on the back of her TV fame. But Kim questioned whether other people are willing to work as hard as she has done for her success. Kim, who has North 8, Saint 6, Chicago 4, and Psalm 2 with her exchange husband. That's a lot of names. I had the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like no one wants to work these days. That's right, women. The fuck's wrong with you lazy chicks out there who don't want to work like Kim Kardashian? <sighs> Good God, talking about late-stage capitalism. This whole system needs to fucking implode yesterday. There needs to be uh, a maximum wage where if you make over a certain number of money a year, it's taxed at 99%. Fuck all these human pieces of garbage. Just fucking ridiculous. What a trash fucking human. And uh, Folks! <laughs> Apparently this is true! Did you guys know this is true? <laughs> there is actually a character in the Harry Potter books. A black character named Kingsley Shacklebolt. <laughs> oh, God, she is so dumb. She's so ridiculous. The writing in Harry Potter is so terrible. Why do people like these books? I would be surprised if the other black character in the book was like a godly whipped back. Yeah, Kingsley Shacklebolt and godly whipped back. The two most powerful black men in the Harry Potter universe. Uh, Not to mention the Jewish character, crooked nose money lover. (laughs) Just (laughs) Harry Potter, just a fucking train wreck. So anyway, uh... Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling had a little bit more controversy this week because pretty much every opportunity she gets now, she just doubles down on transphobia. This is what happens with egomaniacs a lot. Cannot fucking stand to be criticized in any way. Can't reflect on the harm they've caused. 
can't admit to wrongdoing, so they continuously have to double down on it because it feeds their egos. So uh, it's not almost not even mentioned covering what the what the actual controversy was about. But I'll I'll go over it brief, briefly. Uh, J.K. Rowling accuses Labor of canceling women. Cancel culture. On International Women's Day, after their shadow. Equality's minister refused to give a definition for female. So uh, basically she was like, okay, I want you to define what a female is. And so the woman basically said, well, it depends on like the context of what you're talking about, which is an understandable argument. It's like if you said, hey, give me the definition right now of what you think a mother is. Well, I mean, the basic definition of what a mother is, is uh, someone who gives birth to a child, right? But... Depending on the context, it can actually mean other things. A mother could refer to a stepmother or to an adopted mother, someone who actually didn't give birth to the child, but they are still mothers. So it depends on the context and the way you're using the word. That's what the definition goes by. Completely understandable point she was trying to make. But no, you're canceling women. You got to give the exact definition of female that we want and not pretend like context matters, but context does matter. And so, like I said, Rowling just being fucking transphobic as shit, as she does all the fucking time, because she's a goddamn idiot, right? So, uh, then I was reading Newsweek, and imagine my shock when I saw Volsh. Guys know who Volsh is? Cheap shot? Who am I taking a cheap shot at? Uh, you guys know who Vosh is? Uh, Vosh is a popular, way more popular than I am, hugely popular leftist streamer, socialist leftist streamer, and uh, dude getting really popular these days. He making an article on Newsweek. Apparently him and J.K. Rowling got into a Twitter beef. And uh, so, folks, before I start this, I just want to say, Vosh is not my enemy. I don't even consider Volsh a competitor of mine. What me and Volsh do are completely different things. Volsh is a debate bro, and he's really fucking good at what he does. As my friend L is always telling me, Volsh is way better at debating than I am. You know, which makes sense because that's his job, and that's not my job. Um, but what I do is an entertainment show. And I honestly, I know it's conceited once again, I honestly think I am way better at putting out an entertaining show than Volsh is. But Volsh is way better at debating than I am. He's way better at the debate bro thing than I am. And 98% of what Vosh says, I agree with. I think Vosh does a great fucking job the vast majority of time. I am not an enemy of Vosh, which is why I don't spend very much time shitting on Vosh. However, Vosh fucked this whole situation up. Vosh made J.K. Rowling look good here. Vosh hurt trans women in this debacle, in my opinion. So let's go over it. So basically, uh, he puts out this tweet shitting on J.K. Rowling, and he decides to be ironically sexist on Women's International Day. And I know, like, it's just jokes, bro. I know Vosh is an edgelord. I know this is what it's all about. This is how you get popular today, folks. It's extremely difficult to get popular unless you're willing to be an edgelord. And it's easy to understand why. When you're an edgelord, uh, you say controversial things on purpose to get attention. And if you're not willing to do that, it's hard to get that attention. But if you are willing to do that, not only do you get these sickle fans who suck your dick constantly defending you, 
But since you've outraged other people, they're talking about you, which gets eyes on your content, which makes you hugely popular, which is basically what Vosh is sort of all about. So Vosh says, all J.K. Rowling had to do was shut the fuck up, and she could have been almost uncritically beloved for like a century. Then he goes on to say, women being quieter and start apologizing challenge, which is like, you know, I know it's supposed to be edgy, ironic, sexist humor, but all this fucking did was give TERFs and anti-trans people ammunition. Now, first off, I'm not blaming Valsh for having a major impact on trans panic, trans fear, all this stuff that's going to hurt trans people. This stuff is like a, a giant bucket with little drops in it. And all he's done is put another drop that helps them into their bucket. It's minor in the grand scheme of things, but every little drop does help them. And unfortunately, the trans panic that is being spread by conservatives is a hugely winning issue for them. As we're about to show you with all the bills they're passing, all the oppression that they're causing to trans people, literally criminalizing being trans now. And this shit don't fucking help. Because what happens is exactly what happened here. J.K. Rowling used Valsh as an example of the trans supporters who are actually misogynistic and sexist and make our side look incredibly fucking bad. She says, what you and your ilk fail to appreciate is how tediously familiar I find your tactics. I had a violent ex-husband who used to tell me life would be great if only I comply. But you're making the same mistake he did. Women like me can't be bullied out of resistance, to which she got almost 90,000 likes for. Love Vosh or hate Vosh or whatever, he lost this war he had with J.K. Rowling. She won it. She looks better than he does in this conflict. And the people who are hurt by this are trans people. A hundred percent. Now, does Vosh care about that? It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like he actually gives a shit. Because like all these edgelords, whenever they do something purposely to be edgy or controversial... They always double or triple down on it. And they make they try to make themselves look so cool for doing it, and their sickle fans feed into it. Here he is. No streams today. I will be recording a video on how uh, dia, di, Diogenes, I don't know how to pronounce that word, would have been far, far more sexist to rallying than I was. Well-behaved male live streamer, so to make history. It's just always like, I'm so cool for doing what I did. It's always the fucking attitude. Here he is. The moral necessity of being sexist to J.K. Rowling and why I do it again. Now, I know he's just being edgy for edgy's sake. I know what he's doing. But it just makes both him and trans allies look incredibly fucking bad. It's just so stupid. Giving Rowling this ammunition, these bad optics, does nothing but hurt the trans community. But I just don't think he gives a shit. I don't think he cares. I, honestly, my opinion of Valsh is he would sell his mother for 10 likes on YouTube for 10 more subscribers. You know, like we call him Beverly Hills Man Bun for a reason, even though he doesn't have a man bun any, anymore. He's like this uh, guy who makes 
what, $500,000 a year, grew up in Beverly Hills. I just don't I think, I, I mean, he does a great job speaking about these issues. He's very eloquent. He uh, speaks way better than I do. But does he actually give a shit? I don't know. I, don't, I question it. I question if what he's doing is really to help trans people, to help uh, promote socialism, or just because it helps make him money and uh, gets him attention and fame. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm totally wrong about this. But uh, here's Dario saying, I'm disappointed that Voshfi made an entire video about this tweet, where the main argument seems to be we shouldn't care about optics when we are fighting with the far right, completely disregarding that we care about it because the normies and people in the middle. To which Voss responds, you a retard. So, I mean, like, okay. I mean, it's just stupid. Like, it's just so fucking stupid. The optics are great for Vosh. Here's another problem that I have with uh, with Vosh, too. Like, Vosh's fan base, not all of them. Vosh is a huge fan base. And you can't be, like, 100% responsible for what your fan base does. But there is a huge percentage of Vosh's fan base that is toxic as fuck. Just cretins. Just absolute fucking cretins. They're the 4chan people who love blood sports. And they don't actually care about these issues. They just want to see somebody get owned. And so they will flip-flop from one side to the other in a goddamn heartbeat. As long as they feel like they're on the winning side and they can see somebody get owned. They're just insufferable. It's almost like he's created a fucking cult of sycophants who would just defend any fucking thing he does. Never hold him accountable for shit. Because they feel like they're on a winning team. This parasocial bullshit that is so unbelievably toxic and gross that I don't want to have any fucking thing to do with. But anyway, uh, he also like, and I will like hand it to him right after this. What he did was he used this controversy, sort of. He didn't really have to use this controversy. He was already really popular. He could have done this anyway and have been just as successful. But then he earned three hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thirty thousand, something like that, for uh, Ukrainians. For the Ukrainian war. So this is how they get away with it for. It's like if you uh, called a black person an N-word. And then you use the controversy to raise money for BLM. And you're like, hey, who cares? Who cares that I called this black person an N-word? Look at all the money I raised for BLM. But no, that's bullshit. You don't just get to raise money for charity and have it absolve you of the wrong you did. But that's what his fans will point out. His fans will point out, oh, he raised money for charity. Why don't you give a shit about that? It's just, it's good. Like, I'd rather you do a good thing for a bad reason than, you know, uh, not do it at all. But at the same time, it's kind of transparent what you're doing at the same time. So anyway, uh, but like I said, even me talking about this helps Falsh. The controversy hurts trans people. It helps J.K. Rowling because it makes her look better, but it also helps Vosh. And I think that's all he really gives a shit about. Me talking about him right now, I'm playing right into it. Uh, You guys, a lot of you are going to go check his shit out now because I've talked about it. So once again, controversy helps you. It doesn't hurt you in this goddamn trash world. And uh, but this stuff has a real world consequences. Oh, God. Okay. Resonant One, could you please, please leave my show and never come back to it? Please. Resonant One, just let me put, put this up. Resonant One, this is, uh, this is what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about uh, the Vosh sycophants, the absolutely dumbest shit, fucking dumb as dirt 
Bottom of the bottom, Vosh fans. This is what they do. This is the same thing that Trump's supporters did. Whenever you point out a, a valid criticism of them, instead of accepting the criticism, next subject, fuck off. Fuck off. You also fuck up, Pablo. Whenever you rightfully criticize them, they try to distract from your valid criticism by saying, Vosh derailment syndrome. You're just deranged. Like you don't have any right to criticize somebody when what they're doing is actually hurting people. And to me, it makes me not respect you, not want you in my fan base. And it actually makes you make, it actually makes Vosh much more, much less likable because you people are so fucking ridiculous. It's just, you're, you're such idiots. Like, don't you have any kind of integrity? Don't you know that this stuff actually hurts trans people? It may not affect you. It may not affect Vosh, but it actually hurts people in real life. And it's valid to point out the criticism without you trying to hand wave it away because you're a fucking sycophant in your little cult that think your parasocial relation with Vosh means he can do no wrong. It's stupid as fuck. And let me show you the real world consequences this shit has. Like I said, not pulling it on Vosh. It just drops in a bucket. And the bucket fills up and it leads to shit like this. Texix confirms nine investigation of transgender minors receiving gender-affirming health care. The reason this trans fear is such a popular issue with conservatives is because people like J.K. Rowling are able to make themselves look good like they have a fucking point here when these optics go so horribly wrong for our side. And it's not, like I said, not fully responsible, but the drops in the bucket lead to shit like this. They've criminalized being trans. They've criminalized trying to help your children do what they have to do not to grow up and kill themselves. It's not a good thing, folks. And it's nothing to do with Vosh derangement syndrome. It's real-world fucking consequences for real-world fucking actions. Here's another one. Idaho House just passed HB 675. It passed by a vote of 55 to 13. It would make providing gender-affirming care to trans teens a felony with a life sentence. Worse, it makes leaving the state with your trans teen to move elsewhere and provide them with care a felony as well. I know it doesn't affect a lot of you, so you don't give a fuck. But how good of a person you are usually boils down to how much you care about issues that don't actually affect you. About having enough empathy to care about other people. Not to want your actions to negatively affect them. Just You guys are so stupid. Like It's, it's, it's like a cult. It really is. Like, I, I'm at a fake cult. Like, the cult of death is a fake cult. But when anybody acts like this to me, when they act like I don't fuck up, when they act like I'm above criticism, that shit bothers me, yo. That's one of the reasons I don't want to be more popular than I am. Because it's creepy as fuck, to be honest with you. And, uh, all right, moving on. Justice Smollett got sentenced to some prison time recently and holy fuck this guy is just out of his goddamn brain speaking of what the fuck so uh the judge basically sat there and told him he thinks he's lying about everything he thinks he's a narcissist who perjured himself for hours and fucking hours and so his response is to go out on some kind of weird ass rant that hey they're gonna try to suicide me 
Don't believe it if I commit suicide. Nobody trying to suicide you, you lying motherfucker. Look at this weird asshole. I want to comment on what some of you guys are saying. Kind of a stretch to blame the Voss JKB if I didn't do that. I said it was like drops in a bucket and he's not majorly responsible, he's minorly responsible. See, that's one thing. You guys can't even address my arguments in a fair way, right? Because you have to defend Voss regardless of what I said. So you have to twist things to make them what I didn't say in order to defend your boy. That's what I'm talking about. The creepy parasocial shit. Kind of a stretch to blame. Let me pull this there. Kind of a stretch to blame. God damn it. To blame the Vosh KB for an anti-trans bill. Conservative would have done this either way. Uh, sure. But like I said, all these drops add up to the situation. Does it help? Did this situation help the trans thing? Did it help at all or do you think it hurt? And do you think the fact that it hurt is worth criticizing or no? No. They didn't done it anyway. So who gives a fuck, right? Why criticize fairly? When it would happen anyway, right? You, know, you see how stupid that is? Do you see how stupid you sound? Do you see how much it makes it hard to take you fucking seriously where you just sound like a fucking idiotic fanboy? Like you're in a fucking cult. That's what it sounds like. I just don't have any... It, it reminds me of the... the drunken peasants thing where the drunken peasants were asking me to go on tour with them and then I didn't want to have anything to fucking do with them. The it wasn't just because of them. It was because of the fan base, the toxic fan base they had built around themselves is the same kind of shit that Valsh has been building around himself. Not all of it, not all of it, but some of them. Like, you motherfuckers, I don't even want you as fans. Like, I'm doing fine. Like, I don't need a lot of, like, I just, I'm embarrassed of you. I do think your fans represent you. And when you guys are, are telling people you're fans of mine and you're this fucking stupid, it's in, just, can you fuck off? Like, I don't want you. It's like Jimmy Dorf, and not, it's not, like I said, not all of Vosh fans. Most of Vosh fans are totally cool. It's this subsect of toxic motherfuckers that don't have the ability to think for themselves and do nothing but defend instead of rightly criticize when it's necessary. And, uh, all right. Uh, just so we talk about, oh yeah. So anyway. Nobody's suiciding you, Jesse Smollett, Okay. Like, what is wrong with you? He keeps doubling down on this over and over again and he's innocent when nobody fucking believes it. It would be so much better for you if you just came out and said, hey, I fucked up massively. I'm a goddamn idiot. I was just trying to get publicity for my show, which I think is a good show. And I went about it the incredibly wrong way. And I know what I did actually hurt black people who are actually abused and have racism and hate crimes committed against them. I know what I've done is unforgivable, but I, all I can do is admit my wrong and say I'm sorry and try to make amends for the wrong I have done. And hopefully someday people will realize that this one mistake does not define me, that I am better than this, that I will rise above this and someday society can forgive me for this. But until that happens, I'll work every day to rectify what I've done. That's literally all you have to say, motherfucker. 
But no, he can't do that. That's what happens when egos get in the fucking way. Never admit when you're fucking wrong. Double down, triple down. Just fucking exhausting, dude. So enjoy the ramifications of it. Not going to be pretty. And uh, let's see what the fuck you guys are saying. Since we're doing a three-hour show tonight, I'll read lots of what the poor said. Damn Dusty Chill. Nope. Dusty does not chill. I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I want, whatever I think. And like, if you guys don't, I mean, you guys can watch yourself if you want to. But if you're like stupid, just don't tell anybody you're fans of mine, right? Because it's embarrassing. I know Dusty won't keep talking more and more of the cash and then go buy a $3 million mansion. Like, if I get lots of money, I just give it away. Like, that's always what happens. I don't even know what to fucking do with money. Like, I, I, I mean, you should still donate to the show. I do, like, rescue animals and shit. But, like, at the same time, I don't know. It's not that big foot to me. Uh, what else? Hallelujah, Dusty. Woo, hallelujah. Dang, what did I come into? Came into a bunch of shit. Um, he got a hundred days for seven felonies slap on the wrist as you would expect. Uh, kind of like tool fans. Yeah. Tool fans. Like even the lead singer tool is embarrassed at tool fans. He's like, I'm just a singer. I just write songs. Like what the fuck is wrong with you people? Think I'm some kind of genius God or something. It's just embarrassing. The Texas and Idaho legislation occurred before the Voss tweet. That's not the point. The point is that all these drops in the bucket fill up over time to create these type of situations. I'm not saying that what he did directly led to that. I'm saying that that's the kind of shit that happens. Is it really unclear what I'm saying? Are you guys really having that much of a problem with what I'm saying? Or are you just deflecting because you're trying to deflect for your boy? Do your arguments really seem fair to you? Like fair-minded? Like you really don't understand my points? I do think you understand. I just think you're being uh, dense on purpose because you like Vosh and like all the other bullshit, like all the other so- parasocial relationships you're doubling down on. This is amazing how these Vosh stands are. My God, Colton Dusty. He's one of the biggest platforms of YouTube, Twitter. JK Boost, only 200 follower accounts compared to Vosh, US Twitter. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just all stupid. Like, re- regardless of what you think, this gave her ammunition that she didn't need. There's no reason for it. And you guys can defend it all you want to, but, like, I don't respect it. And I'm not afraid to say so. But also, at the same time, Vosh good! Like, Vosh is actually really, really good! That's the thing. That, that, that's the, the sad thing about all this. Vosh is fucking great! He's great, y'all! I watched his fucking debate he did. Debate wasn't debate. He did with uh, Michaela Peterson, Jordan Peterson's daughter. Fucking blew it out of the water! The dude speaks so well. It's amazing. But then there's this edgelord thing that doesn't fucking help anything except for Vosh. It helps him become more popular, him make more money, but it hurts the other side and it's unnecessary. Dusty, are you currently watching any shows? Have you watched uh, Juwan Originals? I uh, just finished. I told you guys about um, Vice Principles, which I thought was really good. I was also watching, what was I watching? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. The Last Kingdom new season's coming out. I just watched that. The new show Severance is pretty good. It has a unique idea. Um, I guess it's not a spoiler to tell you guys the basic premise behind the show. Basically, the, in some kind of alternative society, they have the ability to segregate your memories. And so certain people choose to take jobs where when they go to the job, 
they don't remember anything that happens when they're not at work. And when they go home, they don't remember anything that happened at their job. So they have two different personalities completely separated from each other. So the version of them that is at work is at work all the time. They never get to sleep. They spend their entire existence just working, which is pretty hellish. And they're enslaved by the other version of them that makes all the decisions for them that they have to go to work and spend all their time there forever. So it's kind of a, an interesting uh, storyline. Um, Tool has cool music. I love fucking Tool. Tool is awesome. Mm, you may think Tool has four good songs, but... Mm, Fosh is Betazoid. Fosh is very good at what he does. Like, just outstanding. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't mind or be surprised to see Vosh um, run for office someday. I would vote for Vosh to run for office someday. I think that a lot of this shit that Vosh does is uh, just because he's young, you know. It's like 100% exactly the same shit I did. 100%. All my old videos. My starting point in all my old videos was how can I say something edgy and controversial in order to get views? And it doesn't mean I didn't believe what I was saying. doesn't mean that I wasn't trying to make good points on what I was saying. It's that that was the starting point for everything. So I totally understand the mindset. Um. Tool Sober is wrong. Tool Sober, definitely. That's a great song. I would sing it, but I'm going to move on. All right. Um, and Spotify lost 1.5 million subscribers. But don't worry, folks. Joe Rogan not to blame. Hell no. Nah. Uh, it's because of Russia. They pulled out of Russia, and uh, that caused their slide. But I don't know how much I believe that, folks. I definitely think Joe Rogan probably had something to do with the fact that they lost 1.5 million subscribers overall, but who knows? But speaking of Joe Rogan, he on the same shit he's always on. The same old boomer shit. Wokeness killed great comedy movies. You're not allowed to say anything anymore, says Joe Rogan. So comedies are dead. And he's like, remember, we had awesome comedies like Kingpin and uh, The Hangover. Now you can't even have a movie like that anymore. I'm like, dude, God, this is such a fucking ridiculous boomer type. This is how old people have always felt. Old people's always felt like new shit is not as good as old shit because they can't change their times. But the fact that there are still a lot of great comedies out there have not changed whatsoever. Rogan says, is there a woke comedy movie? No, because this is a nonsense term that you guys made up. So, no, there's not a woke comedy movie, but there are plenty of people out there who would be what you call woke who do comedy. I'm one of them. I tell jokes fucking constantly on this goddamn show, and there are a lot of very, very talented writers in Hollywood who you would also call woke who make movies. But um, the idea that there are no funny movies these days is totally ridiculous anyway. You ever seen a Tatiki Wakati or whatever the fuck that guy's name is? His uh, Jojo Rabbit movie where he plays Hitler. That fucking movie is hilarious. Hell, like even like if you want to talk about The Hangover, The Hangover is not even a funny movie. It's not even a good movie. But if you want to talk about a similar movie to that, that's actually pretty funny. Uh, John Cena's movie, uh, Vacation Friends, actually is a pretty fucking funny movie and came out recently. So just because you are so cynical, you don't like comedy anymore these days, Joe Rogan, doesn't mean that comedy is still not being made consistently. It's just that you're too boomer and ridiculous to appreciate it, right? And also the fact is that 
movies are kind of out of fashion these days anyway. Because of the streaming services, like, we're in the golden age of television. So instead of, like, comedies being movies these days, they make them into shows. And there's tons of really, really exceptional comedy shows. Like Vice Principals, I was just talking about. There's a fucking ton of funny-ass comedies that are uh, TV shows. So, once again, Joe Rogan, full of shit, out of touch. And uh, last up, folks, on the what the fuck. This would normally be in the Karen section, but we'll just play it in the what the fuck section. It's, uh... Come on. This racist-ass guy on the New York subway, and uh, he ain't afraid to let you guys know he thinks all you Asian folk should die. Super genius. Yeah, recording. You feel good, right? Well, I'm protecting myself because you're talking about violence towards Asian people, and I'm Asian. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to all die. Okay. I have the freedom of speech. Yeah. I believe they need to all die. Mm-hmm. I have the right to say that. Yes, you absolutely that. do. And you know? I have the right to record you. Yeah. I think, you, I think all Asians should die. Well, we're both legally doing what we're doing. Yeah, and I'm legally doing what I'm doing too. Mm-hmm. But I'm breaking no laws or crimes or statutes of any state mm-hmm. or government. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, why do y'all come to our country, but no Americans be going to y'all country? Where the hell are you from? This isn't your country. You Native Where American? Do you come? Why? Are you Native American? Is this your fucking country? This why do Chinese people migrate over this to the United States country. of America? Why do you migrate over? Why was, did you migrate over? I was born in this country. Yeah, so was I, bitch. I was born in St. Vincent's down the street, bitch. All right. Okay. So why do Chinese okay. people keep Where coming over to our country from? Where did you migrate from? Stop migrating to my country. Well, Where are you see. from? My father's uh, a great kid. My mother was Irish, Italian. Chinese people are. What's up? What is this? Wait, over there in front? I don't appreciate people standing behind me. I'll do something crazy because last time somebody was behind me, they tried to do something. So, again, I ran. I'm racist. I'm proud about what I said. But I'm only racist towards Asians because they're the worst thing. Why can't you live freely in your own country and say what you want to say? Why don't you go to your country, dude? So why can't you go to China and say what you want to say without getting away with it? So go to China, go to China, I'm from here. I can't tell you. Y'all, y'all liars. So I'm Asian. I'm not from Asia. I'm from here. Not mutually exclusive, buddy. I know. Thank you, guys. Yeah, well, that's not a contradiction. You don't have to be from a country in Asia to be Asian. You could be of Asian heritage, but be born and raised in the United States. Are just as American as anybody? Just like you're Irish, but you're still American. You fucking dumb piece of shit. So anyway, racism gotta love it. Still alive, well in America, and that is my what the fuck section. Let's check the super chats to continue on. About to enter some overtime. God damn, I love your righteous singer. You're the best. Hey, appreciate it, Jemma Spofford. You're the best. Prado, I like Vosh, but it gets annoying when you criticize him and him and his fan base say you're canceling him or you're woke skull. We can criticize, yeah. Or they like, Vosh bad. You're just doing the typical Vosh bad thing. It's just so... It's cringy. I know saying cringy is cringy these days, but good God, you people are so pathetic. Everybody has the right to be criticized, right? Especially when they're obviously wrong and just to wave it away... It's just like, it's transparent as fucking what you're doing. It doesn't make you look good. It doesn't make him look good. If Vosh can say whatever he wants, so can Dusty. Hell yeah. Vosh can say whatever he wants. I can say whatever I want. Like I said, Vosh, not my enemy. Not my enemy. Mostly Vosh good. 
Israel and Russia, same poop. Similar, definitely similar. Great point on toxic fanhood. Yeah, man, I cannot stand that fucking toxic fanhood bullshit. God damn it. Like I said, like there's 918 people watching right now. Like I, it, I don't feel comfortable when it's too much above a thousand, to be honest with you, because it just gets so parasocial and you just have people kissing your ass all the time. And like, it's just weird. Do you think Hitchens would have ended up going right wing like Dawkins and Silverman? I hate to think. Probably. Might have been lucky to die before he became a villain. Thank you, Dusty. I am an old trans person and living in Texas is sure hell. I don't have enough money to move to a friendlier state. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, we're fighting. I'm sorry you're going through this. I didn't think it'd get this bad, but man, shit's going nuts. Proto, careful. You might be called woke scode for criticizing Vosh. I've already been called that. He already accused me of canceling him. So, silly. Even though, like, if you ever listen to anything I've said about Vosh, just like 98% of us like, I agree with Vosh. I like Vosh. I think Vosh good. But 2% criticism. Woke scold. You're trying to cancel me. It's like, shut the fuck up, victim plan motherfuckers. Take the criticism, weak bitches. Eron Worley, you know what, Dusty Smith? Think it's the coolest thing ever? Well, it's the Lord of the Rings movie. Seriously, no joke here. I definitely, if you know one thing about me, it's how much I love the Lord of the Rings movie. Only second to Star Wars. Hi from my own. I read that. Cool. Um, truth is truth. And if it does E, hell yeah. Somebody knows what the truth is. It would be E. The algorithm spares me Vaish. I mean, there's no reason to be spared Vosh, like I said. If you're into what Vosh does, right? If you're like into the debate bro, internet blood sports shit, which I'm not. I don't care for that at all. That's just not my thing. It's boring to me. But, like, if you're into that, he fucking good at that shit, man. Way better than, like, uh, <laughs> Xanderall or whatever. Voss would probably beat me in a debate on, like, like Xanderall and shit. Although, like, Voss was on my show. I had Voss on my show. Um, and uh, we agree. Like I said, we agree on most things. And he's a way better debater than I am. But, like, if you watch that show, like, the few things we disagreed on... I don't think he won those arguments. I just don't. I think that I handled it pretty well. And you read the comments, people are like, hey, I'm a Vosh fan, never heard of you, and I came here expecting to agree with Vosh, but I actually ended up agreeing with you about everything. It's like, yeah, because the th things we argued about, he was on the wrong side of the issues. And regardless of how good a debater you are, if you're on the wrong side of the issue, it's real hard to win against somebody who's just talking sense. Dusty Love, I'm here to fanboy. Okay, I'll take it. Hypocrite Dusty. I don't kiss Dusty's ass. Oh, hell, Dusty, LOL. I mean, I'm just an idiot sitting in my goddamn bed talking, so take everything with a grain of fucking salt. Dusty has some good eye candy. I won't disagree there. Fucking hot as shit. Agent like wine, motherfucker. That's good wine. Not that bad shit. All right, let's move on. Gonna do a little chud watch. Guys, ready for this? Wrote a song about it. Like to hear it. Here it go. Chud Watch, talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Debate Vosh. Okay. If Vosh wants to have me on to debate, we can, I, I'll talk to Vosh. I'm not a debater though. Like I don't like to debate. That's not my thing. I am, I don't do that. I, I get nervous in debates. So, uh. I wouldn't expect I would win a debate with Walsh, but uh, 
I would go talk to him. I don't give a shit. Like, it's fine. Like I said, I agree with him on most things, so it would only be a few things that I would disagree with him on. If he wants to talk to me, we could talk about them. Um, first off, on the Chud Watch, former President Donald uh, Trump going on some kind of uh, UFC podcast, because of course he did. And it's always about him, folks. Don't we wish he were president during these trying times? Because uh, here's his thoughts on the Ukraine. Uh, it would have never happened. And we did talk about it. I mean, he definitely wanted Ukraine, loved Ukraine, would never have happened. What do you see happening next then? Because it seems like the tensions are high. What? How does this all end? Is this going to be like a long-term thing? How do you see it unfolding? Well, I, and I said this a long time ago, if this happens, uh, we are uh, playing right into their hands, green energy, the windmills, they don't work. They're too expensive. They kill all the birds. They ruin your landscapes. And yet the environmentalists love the windmills. And I've been preaching this for years. The windmills, and I had them way down, but the windmills are the most expensive energy you can have. Uh, and they don't work. And by the way, they last a period of 10 years. And by the time they start rusting and rotting all over the place, nobody ever takes them down. They just go onto the next piece of prairie or land and destroy that. It's incredible that they want. So that's right. What do you think about Ukraine? What would you do differently? Windmills. I would destroy all of the windmills. This dude's super going to be president again, y'all. We are doomed, doomed as fuck. And uh, folks, did you know that Trump funded his entire first campaign out of his own bank account? Of course you didn't, because it's not true. I mean, he did give himself a, a loan, which he paid himself back and uh, with interest. Obviously, done nothing but take giant, giant fucking bribes and donations. But uh, don't let facts get in the way of your goddamn lies. Impeachment begins. I still have the article. This is when impeachment begins. Guys, 12 minutes after a guy who spent all of his own money to run, funded the entire thing himself, that first campaign, impeachment begins. I still have the article. This is when impeachment begins. Guys, 12 minutes after... A guy who spent all of his own money to run, funded the entire thing himself, that first campaign, impeachment begins. I still have the article. This is when... Imp so, bullshit! But it's to be expected. All they do is lie. It's all they're capable of. And overtime! Who loves overtime? You love overtime. We are now solidly into overtime. Almost, almost two minutes. And we'll be at a solid overtime. So, reward me for overtime. You know you want to. And, uh... I covered this in the last show. Disney taking some flat because uh, oopsies. They happened to give donations to every single politician who supported the don't say gay bill. Yeah, super cool. And so they were like, hey, we don't give a shit. We support gay people by having inclusive people in our movies. And that's the best we'll do. Well, uh, didn't go well. This week, people boycotting the fuck out of Disney, which uh, led them to sort of Reverse courses a bit. The president put out this statement, the president of Disney, rather, to my fellow colleagues, but especially our LGBTQ plus community. Thank you to all who have reached out to me, sharing your pain, frustration, and sadness over the company's response to the Florida Don't Say Gay Bill. Speaking to you, reading your message, and meeting with you have helped me better understand how painfully our silence was. How painful our silence was. It is clear that this is not just an issue about a bill in Florida. But instead, yet another challenge to basic human rights. This is because you guys continuously support these right-wing shitheads who are taking the rights away from trans and gay people. Very easy to understand. 
fucking dickhead. You need you needed me to be a stronger ally in the fight for equal rights. And I let you down. I am sorry. They're only sorry because of the bottom line. Because they're losing money from the boycotts. Our employees see the power of this great company as an opportunity to do good. Then why don't you? I agree. Yes, we need to use our influence to promote that good by telling inclusive stories, but also standing up for rights of all. So how you can do that? Starting immediately, we will... We are increasing our support for advocacy groups to combat similar legislation in other states. Like, never give money to right-wingers again. If you do it, then fuck you. You clearly don't mean what you say. But let us see them backpedal anyway. I'm still boycotting Disney, but I was always doing that because, uh, fuck that shit. And, uh, here's the, uh, Florida Lieutenant Governor. Gonna let you guys know, I dare you criticize the government. We will not stand for free speech. Indeed, and these feckless CEOs of these woke corporations, they're too busy bowing down to the altar of the CCP. They will not fight, and they will simply come back. They will criticize our legislation. They will try to bully us like the NCAA did, like Disney's doing. How dare they? They have no right to criticize the legislation by duly elected legislators that are passing common sense legislation to criticize and to threaten governor DeSantis and I won't stand for it. And we're proud. And the free state of <laughs> we Florida won't stand we- for it. Uh, yeah, you will, bitch. You're going to stand for it. You're going to sit for it. You're going to lay for it. We fucking criticize you all the goddamn hell we want to. We'll boycott any company we want to, to make them change their ways. And ain't shit. You can do about it. Learn to love it, missy. Cause it's fucking happening. And Bill Moore. Piece of trash, goddamn Bill Moore, doing what he do. He basically coming out and supporting uh, the don't say gay bill. So, folks, the don't say gay bill, he's right. Mainly, the main section of it applies to kindergarten through third grade. But the whole point of it is not in any way for the fact that gay people exist to ever be mentioned in these classes. And it's written so vague as to frighten teachers into making sure they never even mention the existence of gay people, which is ridiculous. Gay people exist in our society just like straight people do. Not even to be able to acknowledge their existence is draconian as fuck. It's horrible. But in Bill Maher's mind, this is all about sex. Mentioning gay people is teaching sex to children. No, it's not. Just like mentioning that uh, Bob and Melissa are married to each other. That's not mentioning sex. That has nothing to do with sex. Just like mentioning Bob and Tony are married to each other. It's not about sex in any fucking way. It's simply about the relationship two people have. But if you break it down to sex and you make it seem like by even mentioning gay people, they are trying to indoctrinate our children with sex. You can make it seem like, oh, it's just a bunch of creepy pedophiles or something doing that shit. God damn it, Bill Maher. So disappointing. I'm glad somebody asked this. Is Florida's don't say gay bill designed to trap Democrats into saying they support teaching young children about sexuality? Is the question, but we can broaden that to anything about that. I mean, I was reading about it today. It's, uh, it's I mean, if people don't know, this is something DeSantis is about to sign. And I guess it's a reaction to Republicans who feel that there's too much talk in lower grades. I think it's only, they're talking about kindergarten to third grade. So we're talking about very young kids who, you know, as always with this stuff, 
you know, there's, there's not like there's no kernel of truth in that maybe kids that young shouldn't be thinking about sex at all. Yeah, it's not about thinking about sex. Okay? If you say, hi, uh, my teacher, Miss Jenkins, is married to her husband, uh, Mr. Robbins. I'm not thinking, oh, they're married? Sex. That's about sex. Oh, they're a couple? Sex. No. It's just they're a loving couple that are together. Nothing to do with fucking sex, unless that's what you make it about. What a disgusting twisting of what is happening here. I, I don't think it's... Yeah, and here come the monkeys to clap. I think don't say... It's not like you're not allowed to literally not say gay. But they, they just don't want teachers talking about it. They think it's the province of parents. What do you... How do you know what they want? The, the bill is so vague, they're clearly just trying to intimidate into mentioning gays whatsoever. Just, he's just a Republican at this point. Boycott HBO. Like, it's just like Disney. You guys know that all these shows are available for free online. And it's very safe, especially if you have a VPN. Do not pay any of these companies. Fuck them. Pirating is love. Pirating is life. And uh, you guys remember when I was complaining that uh, Scott Adams, who is the cartoonist that makes the very, very unfunny, cringy comic strip, Dilbert got married to a really beautiful woman half his age. I was like, see, this is how shitty this goddamn world is. A Republican douchebag, and believe me, Scott Adams is one of the worst cretins on the fucking planet. Just racist, sexist, misogynist, just everything. Trump supporter, just lowest dirt possible. Yet in this trash world, even he gets rewarded with a beautiful fucking wife. And I was salty, yo. I was making fun of that. But turns out, uh, <laughs> single again. Hey, she's single, folks. And uh, she seems like a keeper. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking she's just a gold digger. I ain't saying she a gold digger, but uh, yeah, she a gold digger. She said, it's okay. It's friendly. And my kids are still living with them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This gold digger got her kids living with this dude. Got him paying for her kids, yo. Don't even have to be with him. Just the age difference became a problem. Who could have possibly seen this coming? So, mmm, two chef kiss, delicious. Is that what a cuck is when you raise somebody else's kids? I don't know, maybe not. And next up. Oh, yeah, folks. <laughs> it's like, uh, did they hear what they're saying? I know I got a dirty mind, but uh, it still sounds purposely dirty to me. Tell you what, when I walk into a room and I'm up here with Thomas Massey and Matt Gates in a room full of truckers, boy, I know I'm in for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gangbang! Gonna have such a good time with the sex trafficker Matt Gates and all these truckers. Lot lizard! I think that's what they call that there. Marjorie Taylor Greene. But maybe that's not what you meant. Maybe you meant something else. Probably not, though. And, uh, Bobert! Speaking of the dumbest people in fucking Congress, good Lord, y'all. Work. How can you get dumber than these people? Republicans sitting their best. And this is it. Work, not OPEC. And I don't know who's running the federal government these days, uh, Joe Biden or Prince John uh, from, uh, 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 
Prince John, but they're taxing us into poverty. Look, work. I don't know if it's a uh, Prince John or uh, 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 Prince John. Like, don't know the fuck. You can't even make a sentence, goddammit. Which is ironic because uh, that was not a very good sentence I put together either, but fuck y'all. And all right, that is my Chud Watch section. Very short tonight. And let's check the Super Chats real quick, and we're going to debut a new section called Cool Shit with Dusty Smith. First time ever, Dusty. I already read it. All right, no, no new Super Chats. Hit the like button, everybody. Most of you have done it, but some of you have not, so fuck you. Fuck you bad. Not nice way. And uh... All right, next up, new section, brand new section. Calling this one. Cool shit, cool shit with Dusty Smith. Cool shit, cool shit with Dusty Smith. Cool, cool shit, cool shit is cool shit with Dusty Smith. Hell yeah. And first off on Cool Shit with Dusty Smith, did you guys hear about this one? Apparently, uh, they're trying to figure out a way to solve the homeless problem in San Francisco. And like, this is not ideal, but this is, I think, a better a step in the right direction at least treating them with some dignity. They're creating these tiny homes for as little as $15,000 and they're letting homeless people stay in them for up to a year. One week ago, Ryan Bauer was living in a tent on the hard pavement on Gow Street of South Market. Now he's living on the same pavement with a dramatic upgrade. He's moved into his own tiny home with a mattress, desk, chair, and most luxurious of all, a heater that quickly warms his 64 square foot abode. So they have to share bathrooms and I guess uh, cooking areas and whatnot, but they have their own space. So that's good. Like uh, eventually, obviously, in an ideal society, we would create affordable housing for everybody. We will basically subsidize everybody's living where everybody has like a base subsidy of living, like a, a base house that we all chip in and pay for for each other. I would like to see that happen. And then if you want like something above that, then maybe there could be a capitalistic system to, you know, can work jobs above whatever you need for a basic living, but at least pay for the basic living for everybody. I think we can handle that as a society, but at least a good step, at least better than living in tent cities and whatnot. So good to see that. It's a start. And uh, next up on Cool Shit with Dusty Smith. Finally, folks, I know we make fun of Elon Musk and his uh, incredibly unsafe driverless cars. But apparently the U.S. eliminates human control requirements for fully automated vehicles, which is an important next step. And like, I'm really excited about this, folks. I think the, uh, the, the future of driverless cars is going to be upon us very soon. And I can't wait for it. Now, are they completely safe? No. But even right now, they are 16 times safer than humans. So there's still going to be accidents. There's still going to be deaths. But it's just going to be a lot less. And eventually, it'll be way better than that. But even now, it's pretty fucking good compared to stupid-ass humans who are distracted driving and shit. So, like, I I'm looking forward to a, a, a world where I can just order, like, an Uber or whatever the fuck it is, have a driver's car show up, take me to Walmart, and take me back without even having to own a car. I can't wait for that shit to happen. Future needs to hurry up, but we're getting there. I love driving. Eh, driving overrated. And uh, they made a joke out of this, folks. I think my city has run out of things to protest. And it's a sign. Uh, you deserve your whole penis. It's not your mother's penis. Circumcision prevents mutilation. People are joking about it, but like... This is actually something that's worthy of protesting for. It's not something that just bore people protest about. 
And even though it's kind of an embarrassing subject, it's something I've talked about before, and I'm not ashamed to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it again now. My parents were hippies. And thus, I was not circumcised. And I am still not circumcised. And uh, as someone who is not circumcised, I implore you, do not get your children circumcised. I know they've downplayed in our society the uh, benefit of the foreskin, but as someone who still has the equipment, it is important. It feels so good when you have sex stuff done to it. You need that. And I know people, I know they have this, like, this really stupid argument that somehow it's a, a cleanliness issue. But like, I'm 47 years old, been uncircumcised my whole life. I have no idea who is having cleanliness issues with foreskin. Now, maybe in past times where we didn't have running water inside the house, maybe. But like not a single point in my entire life has my dick been dirty. It's the easiest shit to clean in the world. So this is just nonsense. It is genital mutilation. Maybe it's not exactly as bad as female genital mutilation, but it's still bad. We need to end this barbaric practice a fucking immediately, in my opinion. Uh, all right, that's my cool shit. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, yes, definitely. How is this cool shit? It's cool that people are out there protesting about it, in my opinion. I think that's uh, not something to be made fun of. I think it's actually a good thing for people to actually, for once, get out there and start protesting male genital mutilation. You don't think that's cool? Well, maybe we just have different uh, bars on what we appreciate in society. And All right, folks, I got some heroes for you today. Hell yeah, let's do it. You know why? Because we could be heroes for just Billy Idol. Billy Idol, hell yeah. Greatest musician in the history of mankind. Billy Idol, I don't even, here we go. Boom, did it. Flawless, flawless once again from Dusty. And first off, on the hero section. So like I was talking about earlier, apparently it was International Women's Day. Day for yesterday, day before that, whenever. Bowie, not Idol. I cannot believe somebody is correcting me. Really? You're going to correct me? You're going to pretend like David Bowie sang heroes? Really? Like every fucking body on goddamn earth knows it was Billy Idol. Why are you even arguing with me about that? Just facts. And uh, to commemorate International Women's Day, some of my favorite pics of women being badasses. And like, before I show you this, let me tell you why this is important. It's the same reasons I brought up when I was debating Xander Hall on why feminism is still so important in our society, why we haven't overcome the need for feminism. 73% of national lawmakers are men. 81% of businesses are owned by men, are run by men. 70% of those making six figures, men. 87% of millionaires, men. 73% of positions in STEM, men. Women still have a long way to go to reach parity in our society. And it's not just because, oh my God, they're choosing to be this way. Women are choosing. They have all the same uh, opportunity. No, they don't. They still don't. So to commemorate International Women's Day, some of my favorite picks of women being badasses. First, uh, Safiya Khan. Now, I don't know the context behind any of this shit. But here she is just looking. This guy's obviously trying to intimidate her. I'm assuming this is some white supremacy bullshit. And she just looked at him like, motherfucker, what? Nobody intimidated or scared by you. You're a joke to me. You're a fucking clown. No fear whatsoever. 
And here's uh, this badass woman attacking the Nazis. Get them. Get them all. Look at this. Look at this one. No fucks given. Hero. Look at the fucking bravery shown here. Pussy Riot. Hell yeah, Pussy Riot. Heroes of Russia. Unafeared. Pussy Riot. Just so many of them, folks. It's a great thread. Showing the bravery of women throughout. <laughs> Look at this. It's badass. <laughs> yeah. Stand still, motherfucker. Let me fix my makeup in your shield. Fucking fascist assholes. So cool. I see this thread. Shout out to all the women's out there. Keep being awesome. And uh, there's another one I wanted to show. Okay. Oh, this one. <laughs> Did you guys see this? This video went uh, viral again for International Women's Day. I love her. This 17-year-old Danish girl traveling alone, interviewed in 1969, talking about badass, talking about no fear. So she's being interviewed by this reporter who asked, what do your parents think of you traveling alone? I suppose they're rather nervous. With the stamp from the chief of police, I tell them where I am and where I'm going. Were you allowed without much difficulty? No, I have a letter with a stamp from the chief of police. What does the letter say? It says that it is true I'm allowed to go. Have you made precautions against annoyances along the trip? So she's so bad, she went and got a letter from the sheriff saying nobody should fuck with her. She got permission. So now she's going to demonstrate that she has trained jiu-jitsu. So if any motherfucker messes with her, this is what she's going to do. And at first, I thought it was staged, but... uh. She says she's going to get the guy pretty good. Watch this. I have learned jiu-jitsu and self-defense. She's like, show me. And he's <laughs> like, okay, I'll show you. So she puts his hand, her hand on his throat, does a beautiful trip. Watch. Hand on the throat, trips him, rolls his ass down the hill. That's how you do it. Fucking hero you. Love that shit. What a badass. And, uh. I'm going to show you guys this entire video. Since we're into overtime, we got plenty of time. We got all night. I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but holy shit. So this is radio host, podcast host, James O'Brien. And I apologize that he's a foreigner. Goddamn foreigners. He's speaking foreign. So it's a little bit hard to understand what well, he's true. saying, but uh, you'll work it out. It's still mostly English. Um, so he is having a conversation with some dipshit who thinks conversion therapy is fine and okay. And this is 100% how you combat this shit. What a complete fucking boss. What an ownage. Let's watch this massacre. Is in Warrington. Walter, what would you like to say? Oh, hey, James. Good to speak to you today. Likewise. Um, my, um, uh, so I'm, I'm a, uh, I probably spoke with your research, I'm a pastor of a church in, oh, yeah. uh, in Warrington. Um, so... We, we, we've all heard the stories of the, the gay conversion therapy of... Damien well, uh, hasn't, well, but no, I take well, your point. <laughs> yeah, I think most people, um, I, well, I presume it anyway, normally, um, but you hear the stories of electric shock therapy, even yeah. even I read stories of even fathers attacking their daughters who came right. out as, um, as gay. Right. Uh, and you hear all these sorts of stories. Um, and obviously, I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's right. I think that's that sort of thing is... is just abhorrent and just completely wrong, as most, uh, I suppose, most, well, you say most people. Um, but if uh, a consenting adult, I know that's the term that's been used, and I know that the, the, the conversation is more towards, uh, originally the question was about the legal side of things. Yes. Um, if uh, a consenting adult 
came to me as a pastor and explained that he had he or she had same sex um, desires or feelings, whatever word or way you want to put say it or whatever. Yes. Um, and I can't see that how me praying for them to help them overcome that or again, however you want to word that, is the same as doing the other sort of things that was mentioned. Okay. Um, then you sort of out, like you say, you, you, you question... Well, I, I, you're beginning on the premise that, that homosexuality is akin to an illness, which is part no, of No, no, definitely not akin problem. to an illness. How hard would I have to pray to make you gay? <laughs> no, I understand the, 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 no, that, so I, I've got to insist that, that you answer that question. How hard would I have to pray to make you gay? I don't believe it's about how hard anyone has to pray for anything. Well, all right. How often would I have to pray? How how how, how likely is it that I could pray you gay? Uh, from, from from my honest point of view, from yeah. my honest my yeah. honest belief, I don't believe it's possible. So how can you pray someone straight? Because well, this is how I if if I can I'll answer that. So this is how I would I would I would view it again from from my point of view. From my just just so uh, you know, I, 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 if I'm not satisfied with your answer, I will just ask you that same question again when you finish talking. <laughs> Just no so problem. you know. So, All right. so the question is, how can you pray someone gay if you can't pray someone straight? So we believe, I believe that just as I would pray for somebody who is in a, uh, not same-sex desire, but in, um, so in a, in a, in a, you've got a straight, a straight relationship. So somebody that has those desires towards that same person of the opposite sex, that I would pray, we would pray together if they came to me and said that they're having these feelings and they don't want them because they want to save themselves to a marriage or et cetera. Yeah. It's the same as saying, for me, it's the same as saying that about somebody that says they're gay. So it's not that being gay is worse or being gay is is the worst thing that anybody could do or the worst act that anybody could do. No, because they'd still be gay. Yeah, of course they'd still be gay. So you're just just going to try and get them to not have a sex life? No, 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 definitely not. I wouldn't try and get them not to have a sex life. What then? So what are you praying praying for then with with, with the gay gay person? Yes, obviously, if they if they have come to me, so it's not something as a first start. It's not something I would go to them and say, "You're wrong. I need to pray about this. Let me pray for you." Yeah. If they've come to me, but like neither Lord, are you like going to say when they come to you, say, "Well, don't be silly. There's nothing to pray for. Just just go. You know, I hope you find someone to love." You're no, not. No, you're going to say, "I'm no, going to no, I'm going to help you that. fight your natural feelings." No, I wouldn't say that. No, definitely not. I'm honest. That's I'm what honest you'd be doing. No, honest, That's what you'd be doing. I'm honest, uh, honest, honest person on that one, and I wouldn't say to them, "Yeah, you know." Do as you wish. If they've come to me and they've asked me, so they in other words, if they if they've been that. inculcated into homophobic thinking or they're victims of, <laughs> of of a culture that preaches against homosexuality, or they come to you because they don't want to be homosexual or they don't want to do homosexual acts or have homosexual feelings, you're like, uh, 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 I mean, you're basically the drug dealer, aren't you? <laughs> and like I said, when I started originally, it's not about so much just about. Yeah, but I'm going to do that thing I told you I was going to do. If you can't pray yourself, yeah. if I can't pray you gay, how can you pray someone else straight? No, it's not about me praying. It's like they've come and asked. So if they want that... And yeah, but then you, as, you, you as, a, as a good citizen, never mind as a man of God, you should be telling them that they've got nothing to be ashamed of and that their feelings are natural and beautiful and God's will. Uh, again, obviously, it depends on the... Uh, on, on the... All right, we'll cut it off there. Man, what a fucking ownage. That's how you handle that shit. From Hero Boss, James O'Brien. Love it. And, uh... Chica, I see this one. Gotta give a shout-out here to Biden. Usually don't do that, but, uh... Finally! They're fixing the post office, folks. Now, we've had, uh... Decades 
of Republicans trying to sabotage the post office because it's a government organization and so it's got to be evil. So they have purposely tried to bankrupt it. But the post office is extremely important, especially for poor folks. And uh, an overwhelmingly bipartisan deal that alluded past administrations, Congress sends to President Biden landmark financial overhaul of the Postal Service, which USPS says would allow it to modernize and invest in efficient services. Amazing. They, they should like, like Bernie says, I wish they would make it to a bank where poor people could use it. But baby steps, finally, not trying to sabotage it. Trying to make it solvent again. So good on you, you bipartisan motherfuckers in Washington. And folks, going to end the show on one of the biggest fucking heroes I've ever goddamn seen. Since there's no Karen section tonight, this woman would be Mecca Karen. But this guy is uber hero. He lays into this Karen, crawls up in her ass, says the perfect thing. Let's have a look. Shut me up. Why don't you shut me up? I'm so tired of, of, of ignorant people like you coming in here talking bad about the workers. That's why you can't get workers. Who wants to sit here and, and listen to some bitch come in here and talk shit to him? <laughs> Let that man work. That man ain't calling me no bros. He's doing the best he can. You probably like it. It doesn't matter what I like. I can tell you don't like it. Well, too bad. Go someplace else. Go to Burger King. He's like, you don't need the food. Oh, snap. Holy shit. What an ownage. Love to see that. Leave the fucking heroes alone. The people on the fucking front line. What is wrong with you? Thank you, hero, for standing up and saying what needs to be goddamn said. And uh, we're going to finish off with one more, folks, because I said something wrong on the last show. I know. Amazing. Me? Say something wrong? Impossible. But it happens. Um, murder. Mm-hmm. This one? Yeah. So I showed you guys this video on the last show of this girl about to be kidnapped by this pedo dude. And the ice cream lady is saving her. Um, but apparently this thing is a training video. It's not real. And I am stupid. They're sort of like, Dusty, didn't you notice that they're not actually passing money back and forth? They're just passing fake change back and forth. Like, it's grainy. I didn't see it. Dusty bad, dusty dumb. But apparently uh, these people have made multiple videos like this trying to show how to protect kids from being kidnapped. Not real at all. Dusty dumb, dusty bad. But I corrected, I've corrected the record and that's the best I can do. And that's my show, folks. E, finishing off fucking strong with $100. Shine on you, crazy diamond. Hell yeah, I will. Thanks to you, hero E fucking amazing dude 
James Magnum Vosh is pretty good overall, particularly on his Ukraine takes, but Dylan Burns is much better. Cool. Shout out to Dylan Burns then. Dusty, I already read that. All right, that's it, folks. That's all my super chats. Please hit the like button before you go. I would appreciate it. And also, please consider helping me on patreon.com. There's a link in the description of this video. Would love for you guys to chip in a dollar or two, whatever you can afford. Help us out. No kitty party tonight. I don't have my kitty treats out, so whatever. We're already into serious overtime, so it's time to go. Folks, I will be back. I don't know when I'll be back, actually. I say Monday, but uh, that's only like the day after tomorrow. Probably won't have time to do a, another show. But uh, follow me on Twitter. Call to Dusty One, Call to Dusty One, Call to Dusty One, or on Facebook at Call to Dusty. Or you can just follow me on here and check the, uh, I guess I'll announce the show. There's like a community section of YouTube. So I will let you guys know when the next show is. Be sure to tune in because like uh, chatting live with folks, that's like 90% of the fun. Crack joke to the greatest audience in the history of YouTube. I will see you guys soon. I love the shit out of you. You suck. I know. I'm sorry. No kitty party. You missed the Mark Hamill tweet. I saw it, but uh, I covered so much tonight. We're already at two and a half hours into the show. It's cool. Love the show, you guys. I will see you next week. Be sure to follow me on Facebook or the Twitters so you know when the fucking show is. Until then, have a good week. I love you. And as always, logic, fuck yes. Especially you, E. Hero fucking E. And a little experience machine, original song with S.C. Smith, to play us out. Good night, everybody. Go! Go!